What's going on, Cardboard Addicts? Welcome to another episode. And today we have a really special one because we have a special guest. Now, as you guys know, Sudan and Grumpy are here joining me, but we also have Ridge as well. And he is the creator of a brand new TCG that's getting started and it looks absolutely amazing. It's called Alpha Clash TCG. What's going on, Ridge? How you doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me on here. I'm excited to talk all things Alpha Clash and see where this conversation goes. We are super excited excited. to have you on. And uh, let me tell you, you know, Grumpy uh, definitely talked you up because he went to Collecticon and he met you at Collecticon uh, over in Charlotte. Uh, he talked you up and uh, really, you know, got me into it because he was like, dude, did you have you seen Alpha Clash? And I'm like, I mean, I've seen him on Instagram, you know, but it, yeah, I mean, he's like, Ridge is really cool, really cool. And he's like, you know, the everything that they've got going on looks really amazing. So when I got to meet you at Miami, I was like, all right, well, Grumpy, Grumpy did not disappoint when he said that because... I mean, we had a great conversation at Miami, yeah. Miami TCG yep. convention as yep. well. And, uh, and again, I mean, we saw, you know, some of the play mats that you had, which looked phenomenal. We saw, you know, the cards that you had coming up, um, and we got to, to talk and stuff like that. So yeah, we definitely, uh, you know, enjoyed meeting you at the conventions and, uh, Are you coming so to Denver? Yeah, we will be we will be in Denver. Yes, I'll meet uh, I'll meet you in Denver then. Yeah, oh, absolutely. We're, suit on. we're we're gonna try to do it big in Denver because um, oh, that'll be one month before the TCG will launch on Kickstarter. So uh, I'm gonna try to bring out the the full crew. You know, play testing demos. You know, put on a show for people. That's nice. gonna be pretty. Are you guys cool. I'm kind of jealous. Denver now. Um, I mean, there's still time, man. I could still come out to Denver, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely have to have fun with that. So, yeah, Ridge, can you give us a little breakdown of what Alpha Clash TCG is and what it's all about, how it got started? Yeah, tell us about yeah, your ab- creation. Yeah, absolutely. So, Alpha Clash, uh, interestingly enough, was never supposed to be a TCG. Uh, it was first designed as a video game. And so, I actually built it just in like a Google Doc, and I made all these characters and, you know, hit points and just every possible thing that I could think of, you know, a range of attacks and everything like that. And uh, then I told two of my good buddies who are also co-owners of Rising Empire Studios, which is, uh, you know, who we, that's who owns, you know, Alpha Clash, and uh, told them about it. We started working on concept art. We started looking um, at getting a prototype built for the video game. And we're really close with a couple of college uh, game design programs and just never got that buttoned up. And so we said, okay, let's put that on hold for now and let's go into the comic book space because uh, one of my business partners is huge into comics and the other one loves comics too, but he's um, more on the artist side of things. So uh, we started building out a comic book and you know, with that first prototype, we looked at it and thought, you know, this is great, but we're thinking a little too small with just staying in the comic book space. Let's also build a TCG because I was a competitive Dragon Ball player, you know, in the Vegas scene and I played Magic growing up and all that. And I said, I'll build the TCG, uh, but, you know, we'll also need to recruit outside of our circle. So we brought on a couple more business partners to help with TCG 
development production side of things, you know, our, you know, the artist side of things. And, uh, so then we started the company in January officially, and we've been pumping out so much content ever since. And that's just behind the scenes. Cause what people see right now, uh, you know, we do have a decent amount of content, but it's going to, we're going to open up the floodgates here very, very soon. We've got 130 roughly cards that'll be in the first set. Uh, the game is being tested with our fo small focus testing group, but we're going to be opening that up soon uh, to just larger testing pool. And, uh, you know, I guess to go back into what is Alpha Clash TCG all about, well, it's really based on the story of Alpha Clash uh, because that sets the stage for this whole thing. Uh, because what I didn't want to do was give, give people a TCG and a game and these characters and not really be invested in who they were or anything like that. So that's why we have the graphic novel that's uh, live on Kickstarter right now. So if anyone hasn't done that, that sets the stage for um, the TCG and everything else. That is volume one. It tells the first one third of our first book. So we've got a book series that, that'll be coming and running alongside all of this and, and carving the path. Um, but that's going to set the stage. So it's a story based game. But when you play it, it's really about, you know, superpowered beings duking it out. And you are mm. in control. Um, it, what I tell people is it's a really good blend of Dragon Ball, Magic, Hearthstone, Yu-Gi-Oh! Taking the things that I loved from past games, saying, you know what, they did these things really well. Let's throw it together. Let's brand it with Alpha Clash. And let's put a spin on it, too. And let's make it unique in gameplay. But not go too far off the beaten path that, you know, maybe some high, highly competitive TCG people will be like, eh, it's not really what I prefer. Um, you know, just for example, Magic the Gathering runs on like a tap untap system. Um, mm -hmm. And that just works really well with all TCGs or most TCGs. So, you know, just taking something as simple as that, obviously not calling it tap and untap, but doing things like that just helps out, you know, with, with gameplay mechanics and design and kind of set the stage. So, you know, it, to go back to what is Alpha Clash, the most basic thing that I can think of to tell someone is it's like making... Uh, Hunger Games and superheroes have a baby together. You know, those two things. Okay? Nice. And right. it's it's uh, it's called Alpha Clash because there's evil alphas, superpowered beings that are rising up all over the world. And uh, the very first scene of the book, which if you see the comic pages on um, our Instagram, on the live Kickstarter, it, uh, it shows what's happening. It's called The Awakening. And that's the name of the first TCG set, and that's the name of the very first uh, graphic novel, Volume 1, called The Awakening. Because The Awakening happens and kind of awakens the inner potential of humanoids, is what we'll say, because it's not going to just take place on Earth. Um, and it turns people into these, like, ultra-ego, um, evil-powered, you know, beings. And they have something called the pull. And the pull makes them want to fight each other. Well... So the alphas are rising up and they're duking it out. Well, uh, you know, Earth and some people on Earth, they're not going to settle for just, you know, letting the alphas kind of ruin everything and destroy the Earth and, you know, whatever. So they're going to they're gonna fight back. So we've got alpha hunters. We've got certain, we call them rogue characters because I don't really know how else to place them. So in the TCG, we do have affiliations and rogues will be one of the affiliations that you can run. And, uh, you know, they, they have their own, they have their own, uh, meaning and purpose into how they're going to impact the story as well. So, 
there's a lot of moving pieces in the story that'll be told over time. But what we what we plan to do is uh, tell the story, and as the story is being told, release new TCG content that goes hand in hand with the story. So mm-hmm. as more and more story comes out. The next TCG wave that comes out will be the new stuff that you just found out. So what we'll be doing is in the in the behind the scenes, we're working on content that no one knows exists yet. Because when the book releases or the graphic novel releases, you'll go, oh, okay, I know who Clarity is or or whoever. And then and when the the new TCG comes comes out, you know, uh, let's say two months later, the new set, you're like, oh, okay, cool, I just saw that character come up in the latest version of the graphic novel. Right. So nice. <clears throat> everything that we will do is it's really it's based on the story, and the story drives everything else. Very As cool. It should. Yeah, absolutely. I I like the fact that you're doing it that way, um, because I think I think the lore is very important. Like you know, I agree 100 percent on that. Because um, you don't want to just have a TCG that doesn't really have a, a background. I mean, you can always kind of create a, a background story for your characters and all that stuff. But I don't feel like it's as immersive, you know, especially with something like this. I think is really cool. Um, there's a video game that, what's looking at your characters, a video game that I, I'm reminded of and I forget what it is. But it's one of those like arena battle uh, fighting type games where you have like, superpowers also and it's like you know i think it's a first it's kind of like a first person but it's not a first person shooter like it's it's like hand-to-hand combat i forget the name of that game but like i kind of get that that vibe from it like from uh like because it's superpowers and heroes and stuff like that and you know it's it's actually a pretty cool um and very different than everything else that's out there you know right and that's what we wanted to do also is i kind of looked at the team and i said no one's doing superheroes for a TCG right now that's, you know, competitive and, you know, kind of in-depth. Obviously, like, Marvel and DC, they have cards right. that come out, but, like, it's kind of an open space. Uh, you know, the mm-hmm. fantasy genre is obviously saturated, and there's a lot of space for that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, Pokemon and kind of those monsters with uh, D-Spirits and other things like that. But, yeah, we, we kind of wanted to do something unique with, with that. So, um just to tell you and tell everyone else, we've been working on this story for over a year and a half now. And so we, we worked on it for about uh, 11, 12 months before we even formed the company. And then by the time we even started on making the very first piece, the very first graphic novel cover, you know, we knew where we were going with the story for the next five to 10 years. Oh, wow. And so uh, it's being, you know, it's all being written and it's, it's going to be awesome. Everyone's going to be, I think I think people will be surprised with with the quality that we're going to be putting out because, um, man, the writing is incredible. The story is original. It's fun. It's unique. Um, you know, there might like the guy in the cover is me. His name is Mean Streak, and he's a speedster. But I'm telling you, there's never been a speedster like this. We we made a really cool, um, unique spin on something that's been done so many times, um, mm. and it was inspired by me watching one of my sons like you know, uh, leapfrog videos, you know, I was like, Oh my gosh, I called up my business partner. I was like, you got it. You got to hear this. I had to tell you about this. And he was like, I love it. So then he built that character and his abilities and things like that. I mean, when you guys see it, you're gonna be like, wow. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> nice. Now, so are you going to try to put, hold on. Are you going to try to put yourself in it at all? Like somehow sneak yourself in there, either, 
either via uh, making yourself a character like a spinoff you know it's kind of you or like your team or is it going to be like a stan lee type thing where there's always you like every comic where you know you kind of make this cameo <laughs> appearance what i what i will say is i i didn't have any plans or don't have any plans for like cameo roles now that character that you have on the main cover so that uh magnate uh yep this, right this there. guy right here yes okay. so he was the very first character that we created uh i told my artist you know a friend of mine really good friend of mine also a business partner said hey here's my idea and we did a first run at it i was like okay cool now let's let's change this and do this so it, i guess you could say in a way that's like a character that i would want to be if i did have powers but this guy is also he's the he's a villain so mm. it's not me because I would be more like a Captain America style, you know, oh, like gotcha. wanting to be the hero and like just save things and be altruistic and things like that. Uh, right. Whereas this guy, I said, okay, well, if I had powers, what would I want to do or what would be cool and unique and a little different? And uh, so I don't know. I think it was inspired by like, maybe it's kind of me, but it's obviously not by the way he looks. Um, so yeah, we just had fun creating that. And there are characters that are inspired by certain people, which, you know, I always joke around that Mean Streak guy. I always, I always tell my writer, you know, like, you're Mean Streak. Uh, <laughs> even though he's, even though he's not, like, in a way, uh, there's just so many funny things. And I'm like, ah, oh, I could, I could see some similarities. Nice. Um, I, Oh yeah, I lost uh, I lost where we were at. So I had seen that there was a roadmap on here, and yep. so I wanted kind of to go through that. Now, uh, obviously, you know we're past some of these already, but you already got your Patreon going. We're going to show that um, in a bit. Uh, you've got uh, Dallas. You went to. Um, you've been to. Uh, well, you you got your Kickstarter number one already running. It's currently running. So if anybody wants to back that, we are going to show that as well, and we are going to link all of the alpha clash stuff down in the description on a, on a link tree. So you guys can just go over there and check out all the cool stuff. Um, you, you definitely went to Charlotte. You went to the Miami uh, TCG convention and yep. you've got a couple of other cons coming up here. Um, it looks like you've got some stuff going on in June uh, with dinosaurs. What, what is that? <laughs> June and Oh, oh, um, okay, so what was supposed to happen in June was the La the Las Vegas Comic Convention. Uh, that that got moved to September. Oh, okay. So yeah, that, that got moved I guess kind of last minute. So we were supposed to be there the week after Miami. And so Miami was never supposed to happen and because Vegas canceled, we were like, Hey, let's let's go to Miami and make that happen. And so uh, I'll be going to a couple of smaller conventions uh, in Iowa. And so those are called QuadCon. They'll be like all around the Midwest for, you know, the summer and the fall. And so we'll hit up, you know, several of those. And then my team will go to Long Beach. The only CollectCon that we won't be able to go to, you know, in the later part of the year is Kansas City. Just bad timing for uh, me personally. And then, you know, uh, some of the other teammates as well. And then we'll go to Denver and Las Vegas, and um, we'll probably send a couple team members to the Rose City Comic Con too in September. So <clears throat> we're going to backload the year. So uh, the Denver one, because Sudan's over in the Denver area, he's uh, that's going to be Close. October 15 and 16. Um, and now, Sudan, yeah, uh, Sudan, you were going to a convention uh, here in the next week or two, right? 
uh, uh, basically it's Denver Comic Con, it's Fan Expo Denver um, this weekend. Um, well, next weekend, but yeah, it's basically their Comic Con. It's fun. Cool. Are you going to that um, one, for? Ridge, or no? We won't be able to go to that one, but what I can say is next year we're going to ramp up the comic convention. So we're going to be going to the TCG Ooh. conventions, the collectible conventions, and the comic conventions. So we're going to make that sure that sense. we get it so, into a rotation with that. I assume with those ones you would probably have like your actual comics, right? Yep, that's right. You're going to you're going to be doing like autographs on them and stuff too if people want. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You have to fly down here and come to the con with me there, Grumpy, and get your that's, that's version uh, signed. Up. <laughs> up and over, but yeah. Nice. I'll come hang out with you. We can bunk together. So, um, got a couple characters here. I don't know if you want to kind of talk through some of these. Uh, I guess we'll start with the with this uh, kind of a dragon. Rizlek. Yeah, yeah, kind of a dragon. Um, you know, I guess there's some mysteries uh, revolving who the discarded are, and that is, I think, the best way of describing them is they're they're a race, and they're called the discarded. And you'll find out more in the story about who or what the discarded is, what their purpose is, and all that. But this guy Rizlak, uh, you'll see him in the first book, and you'll also see a couple of others, uh, Morak and Gur, a couple of other discarded characters uh, that will pop up, and. Yeah, they're, they're a lot of fun, and they're all different. And so there's not a whole lot that I can say about this guy, other than he looks super cool. The artist that did yes. this illustration uh, does a lot wicked. of dragons, does a lot of dragons for Magic the Gathering. So I pinpointed Ooh. this guy and said, I want this guy. And yeah. so we got him We got him down for that, and he, he killed it. Yeah, you definitely can't go wrong with an artist that does dragons for Magic this, the Gathering. This is probably like my favorite <laughs> character so far. Um, obviously is, not a ton have been shown, but I love this right here. This is awesome. Yeah. It's, cool. it's so funny because it depends on who you talk to, but this, this is one of the crowd favorites. This one is, it's definitely a really cool one. Um, of, of the sample cards you uh, sent us, that's the one that, uh, I wanted the most. Yeah. So yeah. give us a chance. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I gave you guys all a chance first. <laughs> give us a chance. I actually, I actually chose that one. Um, in Miami, I thought, right? Uh, well, this one was the one Grumpy sent yeah. sent over the. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah. So this is uh, who is this? So that is Coggin. Coggin. Okay. Yeah, Coggin the dragon. Uh, he pops into the story. Uh, you you will not see him in the first graphic novel. Uh, you'll see him in the second graphic novel, likely. Uh, yeah, should be the second graphic novel, and uh, but that comes out at the same time as the TCG. So you know it'll be right Ooh. on pace. Uh, right. with that and so uh yeah this guy uh mongolian he is amazing uh yeah he's just a fun character but he's now, an alpha so he's you know he's pretty not good all of these are uh from your uh, patreon sample series right so are these still available on your patreon or are these the past one nope those are done so sample series one we ran uh only as in the first month which was april and we ran five cards <laughs> And those were all just basically uh, art series, uh, sample series cards. And so we ran that. That ended. And so anyone that has those Patreon cards, welcome to the club. And uh, then we nice. did sample series two for the month of May. Those are being printed and cut right now. So we'll get those sent to everyone. And then sample series three on Patreon ends this month. And so anyone that wants those really exclusive art cards, 
Might have to it's, check them it's out. you know, this month is the is the last chance <clears> to basically get those because after that we're gonna switch into full card design and start showing off, okay, this is what uh your cards will look like as they're fully designed. And man, I love the card design. We worked on worked on the back of the card for almost two months. We worked on three different card fronts for about three months. So everything has taken a lot of tender loving care, a lot of just the littlest amount of detail, you know, right. that really matters on every little piece. Um, so, yeah, we hope everyone enjoys it as much as, uh, you know, we've put into it. Out of curiosity, the final look, is it going to still be basically like full art, like how these all are? Okay, yep. cool. That's really cool. From, from common to legendary, all of them will be full art. They'll all be the same quality. Uh, but obviously with legendaries, like we'll make it more epic in nature and same with the more higher rarity cards. But in general, like even the most common cards, we want it to be high level. We want every single card people, you know, look at it like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah. They look great. Yeah. I think that's one of the things we as, as various TCG fans have really appreciated is when the TCGs do these type of arts where it's the whole card is an art. You get a lot to see that way, obviously for what size the card is. Yeah. Um, versus, you know, as much as we all love Pokemon and stuff like that, the tiny little box that, you know, really constricts how much the art can be and stuff. So yep. definitely happy to hear that this is going to be in that full art, you know, type of and setting. For example, this is an uncommon, you know, this card is an uncommon. So this is the quality that you're going to see from top. That's to awesome. Bottom. And yeah. this, this character is Moxie. This is an alpha hunter. So a government organization that is dedicated to taking out alphas to protect, mm. you know, the country and to protect the world. And this chick is a BA. She's awesome. <laughs> now, full disclosure, this character, when we first designed her, was never supposed to be the way that she has come to be through storytelling. And we love this character. She's awesome. Um, she's got a lot of guts. She's got a lot of moxie. That's where she gets her call sign. <laughs> um, and, you know, she, you'll see her in action within the first uh, 15 pages of the novel. Nice graphics. Yeah, novel, definitely, say. definitely, really good art. And uh, I mean, it seems like I mean, all of them so far have just been like phenomenal. I mean, from from an art perspective, like this is it's all gorgeous to me. I mean, I how many that. artists do you have so far on the team? So we probably have. I, I've been recruiting a lot uh, just because we are going to pump uh, pump out about a hundred illustrations over the next five months, mm-hmm. and so I've been recruiting like crazy. But I would say that we are close to 15 artists oh wow for the tcg yeah because sometimes these pieces of art take like a month to do for some of these artists oh no doubt yeah and so it's like all right we really need to increase our artist pool just because i'll hit you know just uh last month i hit up one of my artists that has you know done several of these cards that you've seen and he's like, oh, sorry, I'm busy this month. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Okay. You know, and so we, we have to plan ahead uh, for a lot of those things. Are you planning to eventually, with the artist, try to have them, like, I guess, solely under contract for you? Or do you not care, I guess, to keep them solely under contract? Um, I personally would love to have them in-house and be like, hey, you know, can we get, you know, this amount of illustrations done in this amount of time? And just for simplicity and consistency and all that. Mm-hmm. Um but for the time being, the current artists that we do have that are, you know, subcontractors, they're doing great. The system that we have works at the moment. Um, but hopefully we get to the point that we scale and we go, hey, guys, right. let's 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 build our team officially 
and keep it in house and then do that. So I guess that's the goal. But if, if for some reason it never changes, if it can operate how it is, I'm good with right, that. Right, right. Yeah, why why fix something that's yeah. not broken? I, I imagine Broke, it's extremely okay. expensive to have, you know, artists just kind of in-house, you know. I mean, that's got to be an expensive uh, right undertaking there. So I imagine, right. yeah, I imagine that's something that would come along, like kind of like how MetaZoo is now. I think they've got in-house, you know, artists and stuff like that. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay. But they, I'm sure it wasn't like that at the very beginning. You know, they probably contracted the stuff out. Yeah, and then you know now that they're at a point where they're big enough, they can do that. You know, but yep, exactly. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is pretty cool. So this is one of the, obviously one of the main characters right here, right? Yep, Magnate. Magnate. Yep. And it took us so long to name this character. He was his name is Maximus, like that's his real name in the story, okay. and we just could not come up with a name. And all of a sudden, one day, it just clicked. And it was like, hey, it's Magnate. You know, that means ruler, someone that's, you know, in power and authority and all that. It's like, that's this guy. You know, that that is everything that is this guy. You know, so we finally did that. And same when we named the, the story Alpha Clash. It was supposed to be called Alpha. Well, Alpha was taken as a comic book name. And so we had to pivot. And it took us, I'm not joking, six months to come up with Clash after Alpha. <laughs> so it was just a working title of Alpha something. A lot of, a lot of us. Brainstorming going on there. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like, man, it was on the tip of our tongue, and everything. You know, we would say it just wasn't quite right, and all of a sudden, one day, it just clicked. Um, okay, so this guy, this is another crowd favorite, and this is also going to be one of the legendary cards. We're going to have either two or three legendary cards in the first set. Sounds Definitely like a two good card. Yep, and uh, this guy, he is one of the main villains. He is a progenitor. He is the reason why this is all happening uh, on planet Earth. And yeah, the card is going to be awesome for gameplay. We are, we actually have changed him probably three times just through playtesting. Like, hey, you know what? Like, let's change this. And um, we were going to release other cards to support in the first set. We actually moved those to the second set. Well, he was already planned as a legendary. So we had to figure out how are we going to make him work with the current right. theme and not the future theme because we want someone to we want people to be excited to play him now not later and uh yeah so anyways this guy is uh he's awesome and terrible at the same time from a <laughs> gameplay standpoint he's gonna be a force to be reckoned with in the story you know he's a big big problem and then the artwork i mean they they crushed it on the artwork oh yeah, no that looks amazing yeah out of curiosity so you guys you guys mentally create these characters, right? Like, okay, we yep. want this character who does this. They're bad. They, this is their kind of mo, whatever. Yep. How? What is the process like? Um, to I guess I guess talk to your artist about it and be like, hey, so this is what we have in mind. Like, do you kind of have it almost like all the way I guess drawn up in your mind, or sometimes is it like, hey, just come up with something and I'll let you know if I like it, or like, what is the process like? Yeah, so I would say 99% of our illustrations, it is, uh, we have a team, you know, uh, our core team, you know, we sit and we talk and we go, okay, what does this character look like? What is their name? What is their height, their weight? Every single attribute possible. And Mm -hmm. we go, we build out an extensive list on every character. So then when we go to someone to build it, Sometimes we'll have one of our in-house artists just do quick concept art and be like, hey, it's in the realm of this. 
Right. It's not exactly this, but we want to take inspiration from, you know, these characters, these colors, you know, take it and run with it. Um, or sometimes it's like, no, 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 this is exactly what it is. It can't deviate from it because it's mm. already written in the story. It, like the right, description right. of them is written in the story. So most of the time it's, uh, especially me and the writer, we work really, really closely together. You know, we'll call and sometimes it's a two hour call of just going through every little fine detail of a certain character, <laughs> or, you know, plans for the character, all that. But <clears throat> most of it is our own creation. But sometimes we go, ah, we, you know, let's hand it off to the artist and let's see what they can come up with. Let's see if they can make something even cooler. Like, for example, the the Alpha Aster is his name, the progenitor. We gave them ideas and then they created that. We're like, that's that's even better than what we wanted. So that's perfect. Right. Yeah, Very I was curious because a lot. I think the only other artists we've had on um, were for MetaZoo and obviously um you know they they have obviously the level of creativity but they're based off of beasties so or um of a uh, cryptids so cryptids, yeah. it's kind of like already kind of written and you're like okay i'm going to turn it into what we want now so there's right. already like an idea in mind um so that's a, it's i guess interesting from a creator standpoint just to hear like how that goes with these artists when it's something that you're completely making up and you kind of have maybe like a loose vision in your mind or whatever and you know they then have to kind of put it into art and like you know it sounds super challenging, but I, I guess on both ends, it's a really fun challenge. Like one that you are like, wow, this is going to be amazing either way. Or, you know, I hope it is anyways, you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. So we, what we try not to do is put the artist in a box and be like, right. Hey, you need to follow these rules, super rigid, you know, et cetera, because they're so creative and they're so talented. Um, sometimes like when we first started, we would try to control too much and it was like, counterproductive so then we had to learn the process of all right let's find a good rhythm of giving them enough autonomy to be creative but making sure that it's in line with the story the character the design etc and mm -hmm. uh, i would say for most of them it's we've we've hit our stride and it's it's a tough balance because although they may have good designs it's like yeah but that's not what the character is or what they look like can you go more this route and, you know there's right. some give and take from both sides and you know we we try to keep like a you know a two edit you know, maximum if we can, like, Hey, let's not, let's not just be overbearing on this. Let's make sure that we are clear and upfront. Hey, this is the, you know, all the character details. You can be creative. Like if, for example, if it's the background, the background should be in a modern setting in the, you know, in South America, you know, this and that, but you can be creative. You have the, the room to run with it. Um, mm -hmm. you know, we try to lay the, the ground rules up, you know, very clearly for all of our artists. Nice. Um, so I have a question about the actual cards cause you know, like the ones that we received, which are the sample series cards, they've got this really cool uh, hollow pattern to them. Um, they kind of look like they're textured, though I did feel the card, it doesn't seem like they're, like, it's not like a crazy texture that you can feel, but they definitely look like they're textured, which is actually kind of yeah. cool. And it's kind of like a cracked hollow, sort of. Um, yep. is, I love that design. <clears throat> is this the, the type of hollow that your cards are going to have uh, in the actual set when it comes out? for like, you know, a certain rarity or, right. or do you have something else in mind? Well, that just depends on the manufacturer that we end up going with and what the capabilities are. But what we're doing for Patreon is we're actually testing different uh, hollow patterns. So okay. set one was cracked ice. Set two is not cracked ice. Set three is also not cracked ice. And so 
we're kind of testing some different things. Even our Collecticon promo, that Haven card, um, is a, a Cosmos pattern. Yes. And so that was really popular. People love that at Collecticon. Was, yeah, these are awesome that. cards. Yeah, um, it turned out super well. Creative Hollow does a great job, you know, and that's why we continue to use uh, him because he just he, he crushes it every time. Yeah, so Creative Hollow is great. We'll make sure that whatever we do release, you know, is is good quality because quality yeah. is everything. Every oh, yeah. I mean, we are a details team, and so every little detail counts. Nice. And, so, uh, yeah, so can you talk a little bit about the VIP cards? Because this is part of your, uh, your, I guess, your VIP for uh, the Kickstarter, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So what we did is we ran for about a month and a half a VIP sign-up. It was $10. You got two VIP cards. Uh, so it'll be those two alternate art promos with the VIP stamp. It'll be Metallic Ink stamped on there with it. And... Uh, those will not be printed again. Those were also printed to order. So however many people that ordered the VIP pass, that's however many that we actually are going to print. We're not printing any more, and you'll never see that artwork or those cards again. And so nice. anyone that ordered those, so they paid the $10, and then they order on Kickstarter, they'll actually get the VIP cards with their Kickstarter package. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, I, I should definitely uh, be getting those. That's pretty awesome. Yep, absolutely. Those are going to be really cool. Um, and we made those available for, you know, virtually like at cost. Like it's 10 bucks, two cards, $5 a card with printing costs, shipping, uh, the cost of the illustrations, like all that. Like that, that definitely wasn't a money grab. It was rewarding the people that want to be in on the ground floor saying, hey, I love it. I'm in. I'm down to back the first Kickstarter. You know, let's <laughs> let's do this. And they're being rewarded with you know, some of the most exclusive cards we'll ever have. Yeah. I'm a sucker for stamped cards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's something about them. It's like there's, you know, a lot of times it's not even that big of a deal. Like, it's just like a little tiny stamp on there or whatever. Right. But there's something about the stamped card. It's just like that exclusivity sort of that you're just like, you know, not everybody's getting this. You know, it's not something that you can get in a booster box or, you know, whatever. Not only that, some of the, the stamps are really nice. Like a lot yeah. of the stamps that were down for the uh, Miami TCG Con, a lot of them followed like that South Beach, Miami Vice kind of vibes. And I was like, man, I like I really love those colorways. So I was like, Zen, get me everything you can, please. I need these. <laughs> yeah. These are really cool. Yeah. They, there were was, there was some really cool ones there. And because that was so last minute for us, we didn't even have, you know, promos for that. So we did have some you know, other options where people could like spin a wheel and win a prize or, you know, whatever. So mm. we made it fun. Uh, what we see here is the sample series one sheet. And right now only the creators of alpha clash have a sheet, but it's That's possible funny. that we I was, may uh, be I was doing one more and doing something with it for the community. We'll see. I was, I was going to ask, what do I got to do to get an uncut sheet? Is that, <laughs> That not just the stamp hollows, but I, I mean, I don't have any uncut sheets, but it's something that I have absolutely loved for every TCG that I've ever seen. And every time I see an uncut sheet, I'm just like, I want it so bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's just something about it that's so cool. Cause like you got all the cards on there. You've got, you know, all the artwork, you've got everything on there. And this one looks phenomenal with that cracked ice hollow. Oh yeah. Just yeah. So good. Yep. Uh, turned out well what's crazy is uh 
<clears throat> Creative Hollow came to Dallas and handed me the sheets. And I, I mean, I looked, I was like, I didn't know that he was coming. And I was like, how do I get these home? How do I get these home safely? And so we had to, we had to come up with a pretty, we had to like MacGyver our suitcase and they all arrived <laughs> safely. I mean, I, I was like shaking in my boots, opening it up, seeing if they, you know, were damaged and they weren't, they were perfect. That's incredible. I love it. Yeah. I love so that was a cool surprise. It was fun. And that's, I mean, this is what, this is basically, you know, the, the hollow that you get from these cards that you were talking about from the series, you know, the sample series one, that's, that's that cracked yeah. ice hollow that we're talking about. I mean, it just looks phenomenal out in the sun. It's I mean, so cool seeing it I haven't taken the, the silver borders. Yeah. yeah. Right. I haven't, I haven't taken the card out in the sun, but I mean, I can put it in the light and see the cracked ice hollow, but that in the sunlight just looks phenomenal. You know, it's like yeah. a sheet of diamonds. Yeah. Yep, exactly. It might be more valuable. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day, maybe, uh, you know. Hey, exactly. You know, it's actually kind of insane. It's something that we've talked about is that a lot of the, the TCGs that are coming up, you know, new TCGs, like if you go on eBay, a lot of the cards are extremely expensive. I mean, right. it's crazy. Yeah. And it's just, it's because it's like, you know, you guys are just starting out. So there's that exclusivity where, you know, it's not mass produced. And so like anybody puts something up on eBay, it's like, oh, you know, you know, an Alpha Clash card or a Titan TCG, um, you know, the Titan TCG ones are like super expensive. Um, right. But it's just like, it's crazy to see that because they're, it's a brand new TCG that like, you know, is not really fully I developed. As far as like it's not it's not you're not competing yet with like the Pokemons and the Magics of the world. You're kind of in a in a different level as far as yep. you know what you're what you're printing and what you're doing. But it's just crazy to see that on eBay and how expensive some of these cards are, especially when they oh, get I graded. Agree. I think we right. you know the the collecting world watched MetaZoo's sample stuff completely mm -hmm. skyrocket. You know because the the TCG whatever is taking off well enough that now you have these super crazy limited, you know, sample cards that are like, oh, wow, only a very select few people have these now. And so I think a lot of people are jumping on that same, you know, hype train with all of these TCGs, especially the ones that look very promising, have really nice artwork, you know, that sort of thing. It's it, it kind of makes sense. You know, you have the people who are collectors and kind of collect everything, which is kind of, I would say, where we start to fall into that realm of like, we're all just kind of addicted to collecting and addicted to shiny cardboard. And, you know, if it's okay. got a cool story with it, cool artwork, we're already kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm in, you know. Um, me personally dealing with you, I thought the fact that I got to talk to you and, you know, you're so like down to earth to talk to and all that kind of stuff. I was like, wow, like it makes me like it even more. Um, but, yeah, it, it's crazy seeing the value of some of these cards and stuff. And it's like. You know, I, I don't personally focus on the value too, too much. I mean, I, sometimes I'll be like, oh, yeah, I mean, like I paid for this card and I know that it went up in value or something. But, you know, the right. rarity of some of these cards that you see out here and like how, you know, how expensive they get is is really kind of mind boggling. Like just you're kind of like, yeah, that was a free promo at, at such and such Collecticon. Like, why are you charging one hundred dollars now? <laughs> like that was <laughs> <Right>. just yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but. exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how the market has changed like that. Um you know, we're definitely trying to reward the people that are in on the ground floor with these collector's items, but it's going to be a player's game, you know, when it does come to be. This is going sure. to be four players, and, uh, you know, but we're going to build in the, you know, the collectability side of it, too, just to make everyone, you know, both parties happy. 
Right, right, right. Yeah, I kind of feel like you have to, right? Because if you if you go with just on uh, you know the collector's aspect of it, you've got nobody playing it. Ultimately, it's a TCG. I mean, right. the they're designed to be played, and if the TCG itself, as from a player standpoint, doesn't work out, then it's really not going to work. You know, at the end of the day, because um, you need that player base. But at the same time, like it can't just be the players either, because then you don't have the collectors which are dumping their their money into the TCG. You know, yeah. it's one thing to have like just players, right? The inv- more investor type, you know, collectors and the you know, like the players are looking for you know, probably the cheapest cards they can get in order to build a deck, right? Whereas, like, the collector's looking for the more expensive cards to, you know, put in their binder and put in the, you know, get graded and this and that. Yep. So I feel like you have to have both. There's there's no, you know, there's no way to just say, okay, well, we're going to focus solely on this, you know? Right. You have right. to have both. Yeah. No, it's, uh, that that's what I love about the, the card world, you know, like, Obviously, Pokemon has been successful for many reasons, but tons of collectors, people that do it just because they love it. There's people that are obviously financially incentivized, but then there's like huge collector base, you know, kids love it. Like it just has so much going on for it. That just makes it quite the unique um, industry, unique setting. You know, it's fun. Yeah. Can, can I ask you a question about uh, when you go to these cons and stuff? Um how is it dealing with the other TCGs that are coming up? Like, um, everyone seems to play nice together. And I, I don't mean to put you on the spot. But, like, do you guys, like, get a chance to kind of, like, meet each other and hang out? I guess not hang out too much because you guys are all kind of working. You're probably tired after each day. But, like, right. to, you know, kind of, like, get a chance to talk and, like, get to know each other and, like, share ideas and, you know, pain stakes and stuff like that. Like, is it, you know, is it kind of friendly in that manner or is it, you know, I guess depends on the person, that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, it's funny because the past several conventions, I pretty much was doing it solo. So I didn't have the opportunity to go out and go mm. find other people and talk to them. But what happened was other TCGs were coming up to me and being like, hey, you know, I, I wanted to come meet you and come, you know, introduce myself. And, you know, like the, the guys from Titan, um, I actually went over to Nostalgics and, and had some you know, good one-on-one time with uh, Zaba, you know, with Nostalgics at yep. Charlotte. And then, uh, you know, Tanner from Cryptic, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've got to talk to him, you know, quite a bit. The guys from Vanquisher stopped by at Miami. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, right now it's it seems to be pretty good. There's a lot of um, support, you know, for the community. Oh, you know, uh, Maelstrom and uh, Otherverse, you know, so... Yep. Uh, Zaid and uh, Devin, they were at dinner with, you know, our, our big like collectors groups and, and stuff that we were in Dallas with. So, you know, we actually, I've spent a lot of time with these guys that I've never met. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're all, we're all trying to do the same thing. But what's great about it is, although it's a competitive market, it's kind of like video games too, where it, there's, most likely if someone's into like video games, they, they don't just only play one forever. I mean, they'll right. some, sometimes play four at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, they might be into one much more at that time, but in the, at the same time, it's, it's like that with TCGs too, you know, like they might do magic and Pokemon and alpha clash and, you know, whatever, right, because they right. like all of those things for different reasons. And mm-hmm. so although it's a competitive space, it might be saturated in that way. There's still a lot of, 
room for us to all, you know, be competitive together. Coexistence it, can happen. <laughs> right, yeah. And the the TCG community is is pretty tight knit. So in general, like I always try to just not treat people poorly anyways, but like of course, yeah. from a from a business side of things, like if there was someone that was treating another one poorly, like that would, that would put a bad taste in people's mouth. You know, like yeah. it yeah. just gives bad optics from, right. you know, that side of things. So um, even if you did think like that or whatever, like it would just be a bad look optically. So in my mind, you know, always, always treat people with kindness and respect. And, uh, you know, then you come to find out, wow, okay. You know, I like these people. They're doing cool things and uh, we're all supporting each other. And obviously we've got some awesome, you know, TCG community people around us that are, you know, supporting it too. So, you know, it, I, it could be kind of like that, you know, going back to what you're asking, but I've had a pretty good experience so far. I mean, yeah. to be fair, everyone I met was super cool and like down to earth and easy to talk to and excited to talk about their, you know, respective TCGs. So I'm, I'm not super surprised that everyone pretty much would be at least able to talk and, Hey, what's up? I'm so-and-so I I'm at this TCG you know, here's some like sample stuff in case you were wondering. And yep. if you have any questions, you know, you can hit me up here, whatever. I kind of yep. figured for the most part, everyone, you know, was pretty chill with each other. Just, just was curious, you know, to know, um, not that yeah, I expected yeah. you to name drop anyone or anything like that if they weren't, but no, you know. no, not at all. Um, no, it's been give great. Us the, it's been, give us the juicy all. details. <laughs> yeah. Tell, tell us all the stuff you're not supposed to. No, just kidding. If I had no. them, I, I would share, but it's, it's been, it's no. been good. Yeah, and I mean, I can attest to that. I was at your booth when uh, you started talking to Vanquishers TCG. Right. Yes, exactly. You know? I remember that we were just we were just talking, and uh, they came up, and they were there for for a meeting, and you know, they weren't at the TCG convention. Like they didn't have a table or anything like that. They were just walking around and talking to people, and they we all just kind of started talking and, and, and kind of shooting the shit there, and it was it was fun. It was just cool, but it was really cool to see you know two different TCGs, two two you know two creators talking to each other um knowing that you know at the end of the day it's it there is some sort of level of competition there but there's no animosity it's more of a you know hey this is a big community there's enough room for all of us and i think i think that that's very true and one of the big you know like the ways that i see it is i mean and not everybody's like this but i'm a collector of a lot of different stuff so, like, you can see in my background, I got all kinds of stuff. I got Pokemon. I got Yu-Gi-Oh. I collect I got... one thing only. <laughs> Dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I got Dragon Ball Super. Uh, now, I started collecting Super Dragon Ball Heroes from Japan. You know, I collect Star Wars cards, uh, the old Watsy stuff, the newer cards. You know, I just bought some uh, Card Fight uh, Vanguard for the first time. Um, you know, Pokemon, MetaZoo. I, like, I everything pretty much everything it's crazy but um bank accounts love this god (laughs) (laughs) our credit cards my credit card loves me they're like keep spending money um but um but yeah it's like there's a lot of people that are like that and they they like to collect a lot of different things because the way i see it is like it all looks really cool it's all really cool to collect it's you know it's fun and um 
you know, uh, we've talked about it. Uh, you know, I'm a hoarder, sort of. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think I'm at that level of collecting where I'm also a hoarder. But there's a lot of people that are like that. So I, I do feel like what you're talking about is, you know, within that community, there is definitely enough space for everybody. And, you know, you guys can all just kind of coexist and uh, and all that. So that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I have a quick question that I've been trying to ask for 20 minutes. Now that you have that <laughs> one card up on the screen there, there Zen, um, can you talk about the actual gameplay itself and how the game yeah. itself runs and stuff? Because players are a big deal. Absolutely. And uh, you might go back a couple pages and show the card that I wanted to ask my question. Which, okay, sorry, which one was the that? One that showed the layout of the, the one. That one, the so, card yeah, like one's the good. This one here? Yeah. Okay, so what's great about the Collecticon promo is it truly is a collector's piece because the card design isn't the fully, you know, finished design. Uh, there might be a static picture of it too. Yeah, I was going to say that's kind of uh, that's kind of. And these these are watch. numbered. I just realized, um, aren't they? Yes. Yep. The Collecticon promos were numbered one through five hundred. Well, I was going to so ask. What's, like, are we? Are, are you? Are, uh, let me see. Are you any closer? I guess what's what's your what's your your actual gameplay cards going to be like? Is it going to be more like this? It's sort of. It's uh very yeah so uh, I think there's right there should be writing on those or at least there is on yeah, the Kickstarter there is. page. It's really, it's really smart. It's more okay, small, yeah. So, so uh, what I can say, you know, cards will have attack and defense, just like um, Magic Gathering cards. Uh, yeah, like Magic Gathering cards. Um, but the you start the game with 25 health on your contender. Yeah, exactly, right there. So yeah, if you zoom in there, I can explain the card layout. So these are called clash cards. Clash cards are like creatures in Magic. You know, you play them on the field, you attack and defend with them. And um, so the top right is the resource cost so how much mana or energy in our game it's resource how much resource does it cost to play there's going to be text on most of the cards and you know it has abilities and you know things for for players the bottom left will have attack and defense so this one has eight attack and eight defense on the right and then on the left it has five attack and three defense the bottom middle is actually going to be the rarity so we're actually going to change the colored crystal depending on the, the rarity that it is. So if it's common, it'll be white. If it's uncommon, it'll be green. If it's uh, rare, it'll be blue, so on and so forth. And then the bottom right will actually be the affiliation. And so the affiliation was our way of maintaining continuity of gameplay uh, while also being able to be flexible and changing colors and things like that. So down the road... You know, if you give a certain benefit for, let's say, Alpha Hunters, um, and then you're you're running a multicolored deck at that point, well, okay, now you can run old cards that, you know, pretty much have support for future sets, just based on affiliation alone. So, um, you know, there's going to be a contender card on the field that's your leader, if you will, and you can attack with that, and it'll also have two abilities. When you start the game, you have one ability that's already unlocked, and then when you hit a certain life threshold, you'll get your second ability. Um, the the turns play very similarly uh, to, I guess, most competitive card games that are set up like Magic and Hearthstone, where you know you get the opportunity to get another resource for the turn. So you know, you're increasing your mana pool, your resource. 
you can attack and defend, you can play cards out of your hand, you know, you draw from your deck, and then it goes to other player, you know, where it's really just a truly a turn-based strategy game, um, and then they do their turn, and you can play traps and counters and block and things like that. And so um, the best way to see how the game is played is going to our YouTube channel, because we are uploading, we're starting to upload some tutorials and gameplay between decks just to show off, you know, how things do work. And so, yeah. So that's the best way to, that's the best way to learn. It's just to watch us play, me and one of the other um, uh, game designers and play testers. You're going to see us play Magnate versus Moxie, Alphas versus Alpha Hunters. We play a couple of games for you to see. And so what was funny is Magnate actually beats um, Moxie in both games. But the, the video that we shot before, which for some reason we had a, an issue with it, um, Moxie smacked uh, Magnate. And then <laughs> we actually took a break after these two games and came back, and then Alpha Hunters won again. And so, um, you know, these decks are really, these are going to be our two starter decks that we will run. And right now we're just play testing them, fine tuning them, making sure that it's truly an even match. And right now it's about fifty fifty on the on the wins and losses. So oh, that's pretty good. I'm seeing yeah. a, a, a nice sleeve there. Yeah, that Charizard. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have Alpha Clash ones, you know, over time. But uh, yeah, nice. Champions Pass. Hey, had those gotta start somewhere. Like, that's right. Uh, I noticed that, I mean, all these cards, of course, yeah, they're just, like, the proxy cards, like, so they're not necessarily the actual, so they have no art on them, so just kind of, like, the general layout. That's pretty cool. Yep, absolutely. I'm not gonna lie, uh, I did not even really notice, I thought there was just glare, <laughs> and I was like, that's odd, there's glare on each one of them. <laughs> ah, that's grumpy Good job, for Cito. you, though. <laughs> yep, those are, those are proxy cards. They actually do have all the correct text, uh, resource costs, etc., the, the names of the cards are on there, but... Uh, you know, we're busting out a hundred illustrations over the next five or six months. And so as those get finished, we'll have those. We will actually, we should by Denver have these as demo decks, uh, that people can take, uh, test I'll, and I'll, do I'll be waiting for mine. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So are you planning to also get on, um, like tabletop simulator and stuff? Yes. Uh, we are going to be uploading these two, we'll call them, this is like version three of these two decks. And so we're putting up these decks onto TTS very soon, hopefully within the next week or two. Oh, cool. Yeah, me, nope. and, uh, me and Ren have been talking about finding various games like these to actually like try to sit down and play. And I thought it would be kind of fun maybe, I mean, if these guys want to join in too, to do like a live, like learn to play kind of series or something. Absolutely. Um, Obviously, I, I'm the worst. I, I hate learning games like these. I'm I'm the one that's like I just I absolutely usually just don't want to like even Pokemon. I've tried a couple times. Playing is usually not for me. I really like just looking at the pretty arts and you know admiring the cards and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'd like with especially these up and coming TCGs um, to kind of do justice by them. Like actually give it a whirl and like at least say I've tried and all that kind of stuff before I resort just to doing my collecting. Because you never know. Maybe I learn to play and I'm like, wow, actually, I really like this game, you know? Yep, exactly. Um, but, yeah. Now, hopefully, and this is just a minor thing, uh, it's been re a bunch of other TCGs have been noticed on this that they don't really pay attention to the whole colorblind crowd. <laughs> so the certain colors may... Like, right. Digimon's really, really bad about it. It's hard to tell certain colors on some of them. Right. Um, PTCG Radio has mentioned it. A few others have said it. Vibrancy is a big deal, so 
this are you gonna have like is it gonna be like i know sometimes the pokemon did like the hollow on certain colors and stuff is that gonna be something to help on those situations or yeah we've gonna, actually I'll talked to about the bullet <laughs> well we've actually talked about that um we did have an issue for a while distinguishing gray and black uh, even on our team so you know we had to go back and show the difference between that like colorless would be gray black is black in the game um but that is something that we are addressing and we don't want to ignore people that uh struggle with certain colors and so we'll do our best to make sure that that's clear I know it's, it's definitely one of those hard situations because you can't cater everybody but there's like right you know, vibrancy or something it's just like come on but i that's that's cool that you guys are at least aware of that that's cool right yeah, I feel like there's definitely a lot of people that would benefit from that because I think that, you know, some level of colorblindness is like kind of, I wouldn't say normal, but it, it does, it, 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 it happens a lot. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily colorblind, but I have, you know, taken like the, the colorblind test and there are certain colors that I just cannot distinguish, you know, the difference between. And they're, yeah. you know, it's not, it's not like on a wide spectrum that's very, you know, very similar, like some blues and greens, for example. Um, Sudan has mentioned like he's he's got a similar situation with Red, his green, with brown. the colors as well. So like for him, like it's hard to tell. Like um, I mean, we'll give you an example. Um, the cryptic uh, cards that we got, um, and Tanner was awesome. We had him on on here as well, and he um, sent us one of those riddle boxes. Oh, nice. And like if you if you look at the riddle cards, there's like four rarities, but we could not distinguish two of the rarities from each other. I mean, we were trying to figure them out. We were like, are they like for me? They look identical. I mean, right. I think yeah. I think like Ren and Grumpy or uh, um, yeah, Ren and Grumpy had to kind of like, no, those are those are different. Those are different. Yeah, they kept, they kept doubting us yeah. too, and we're just like, guys, come on. I'm just I'm just I'm sitting there looking at them, just like, dude, they look exact, and, I, and they were they were in my hands, and I'm like, yeah. they look exactly the same to me these two colors. Now I know that they, they were fixing that. So it wasn't like, you know, it was going to be an issue moving forward, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's definitely could be an issue. Like, for example, I mean, looking at this, at the screen here, um, like these two, I, I can tell that they're different. Um, you know, one is definitely like brighter than the other, but they're not that far off in my, those ones should be the eyes. same. Okay. Those ones. So should maybe be the same. So maybe it's just like the you know the actual you know color in the picture, yeah. but this one looks brighter. Right. Okay. Yep. So no, those should be the same because uh, for now they're actually the promo color, which is more of like yeah. a pink. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's that's kind of what it looks like to me. Yeah. So, yeah. but no, that's that's a good point, Sudan. I was actually going to mention it too, but uh, you beat me to it, so I win. <laughs> but it is it's cool. I mean, it's as you know, it's just uh, something alpha. to think about. Sad alpha. <laughs> Um, friendly. So uh, this is the Patreon. Since we're here, let's let's take a look at it. Uh, that's, the the that's the Kickstarter. I'm oh, sorry, the Kickstarter. Apologies, the Kickstarter. So you guys are already at sixty six thousand one hundred and fifty seven, which is for so this this will go up on Monday. So this is Saturday. How much longer does this do we have for this? Is it until July fourteenth? I think so is that from what that says. Today being Monday sixteen, it says do math. July fourteenth. July 14th. So you, yep. you have until July 14th to make the ultimate decision that we highly recommend you back this project. Um, so make sure you don't not back it. We plan to see that number jump drastically. 
right? Everybody yeah, we are in exactly. Yeah, of a Kickstarter campaign, we are in the Valley of Death. You know, where it's just uh, it's kind of that waiting period between the beginning and the end, and seeing you know what happens in between. Right. But uh, yeah, we're having fun with it. The the campaign so far has been awesome. Just to see all the support, you know, people jumping in, you know, at this level of support for you know, what's really a concept of the TCG, but saying, hey, we are in on the ground floor. We want the promos. Um, I think a lot of people are very excited about the graphic novel. Uh, yeah. Even though not everyone is into comic books, I, I keep telling everyone, man, just wait till you get your hands on it. You're going to love right. comics after you, after you get this one uh, because it's so awesome. We've, we've hired, you know, Marvel, Image, uh, you know, that level of quality that's going to be on, the, on not only the exterior, but the interior of the comic as well. And, right. uh, you know, we, we tried to make this just fun and exclusive. So um, it definitely has some exclusive items that, you know, like the top two tiers, they sold out within like five minutes or whatever it was. And then, you know, the third tier is kind of like the ultimate collector's, you know, version where it has, um, what I would say, more of the affordable collector side of things. And mm -hmm. then, you know, the bottom tiers are for anyone that either wants to uh, just be into the comic book and they're not as heavy into the TCG or they kind of want to dabble into the TCG, you know, collector side of things. And, you know, they want the, the bottom level tier. So, um, yeah, we, we, we made this really for, you know, everyone to get excited about what's in the story, what's coming of the game and of the story. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, we'll see where, we'll see where we land by the end of it, but you know, we in, were, uh, we were pretty excited. In your personal opinion, if you were someone who was like, hey, like for, from from what you know about it, from from your your opinion, for someone who was like, I don't know much about Alpha, blah blah blah, what would you say is the best tier to jump in on? If you don't know anything about it, uh, but you're into TCGs, I would say either tier two or tier three. Um, but tier three is definitely more bang for your buck in terms of collectability. So inside the Champion Collector's Vault, you get a hardcover and a soft cover. You get the Kickstarter uh, Haven promo card. You get a graded Koba slab of the, you know, 300. There's only 300 copies of that magnate card um, that are being printed, and you get that. You get six uh, Collector's Vault promos that come into, that come with that as well. You get something called the creation of Alpha Clash, a behind the scenes look at the development and the evolution of the story. And um, I would say that has a lot of the value in it you know that tier three is that sweet spot that's now the tier three is the champion correct is that the champion okay. yep but yeah. anyone that wants you know if they're like oh, i'm not you know I, i'm not fully sure hey tier one you know it's thirty dollars i believe uh you and can't you have quite a either. few add-ons too that you can do mm. um because that's where i got hung up because i was like oh man like i don't know what all i want to add here and yep. I mean, you know, if you add everything, it adds up pretty fast. That's for sure. <laughs> yes, exactly. But I was just I like, mean, man. Yeah. So we've got you know different. Uh, we have 125 uh, sets of four of two different uh, cards that aren't only collectible, but they're playable. That's why we made them into a play set of four. So right. if you do buy that, like that's playable. Uh, and so though we do have those as two add-ons we even have a statue that you can get like if you want a 3d printed that's awesome statue yes you, you can get that uh that one's unpainted um but it is assembled so it's it's uh 
being advertised currently as unassembled, but we will assemble that for them and make sure that that's all, you know, uh, buttoned up there. And then there's t-shirts, there's other graphic novels, there's retailer bundles for the comics for, you know, comic book shops. And yeah, we tried to not go too overboard with some of the things because we want to save play mats and sleeves and, you know, more promos and more incentives of the actual TCG for later. We didn't want to just pump that stuff out now. We yeah. want that stuff to be for the, the full TCG launch. And, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so nice. there'll be a lot more content later so, in the year. So so for anybody that's uh, interested, as of this recording, and it may not be the case by Monday, but there is one spot left for the uh, early bird rogues plot. So, oh, wow. you know, if you wanted to go with like the, not the cheapest, but, you know, if you wanted to get the hardcover of the graphic novel, that's, you know, a good choice. Um, if you're not too much into the, the cards themselves and you just want to get into the graphics novel, that's a good choice right there. Um, and then you've got the the rogues plot, which is basically the same thing, just not uh, not early bird, right? Yeah. Um, so that one obviously has got you know quite a bit still left on there. So you definitely have uh, the ability to jump into that as well. Um, we talked about you know the champion. There's 209 left of those, so there's definitely still some some room there. Um, and then and you've anything got... that anything that doesn't get sold on those of the campaign, because what we wanted to do was make that tier available for everyone by and large. But right. once the campaign's over, that'll be an add-on. And so if anyone wants to snag those, like it's off to the races for those. So oh, anyone right. that wants it now has a chance. That's why we created it as you know an exclusive there. But right. it'll be an add-on. You know. So like for example, the 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 Koba slabs. If if these don't all go. Then you'll have the Koba slabs as an add-on. Uh, yes, so actually we'll take however many are left as a right. number. So let's say um, two hundred are left after the campaign. Then we'll put that as an add-on of the post-campaign. So when you do what's called your survey, you can then um, add your add-ons after the fact, and then you go, "Oh, okay, you know what? Like I changed my mind. I actually want to do a T-shirt and you know whatever else." And so right. it'll be an extension of the campaign. Um, is there a guaranteed grade for the Koba uh, graded card? Or those you, or you those are like not guaranteed. Okay. No, those are not guaranteed. It's 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 a random draw on those, and so hopefully with quality control and everything, like they'll all be mint. You know, mm-hmm. there just might be levels of like which which one did you get? Did you hit the jackpot of like yeah. you know a perfect, perfect ten, 10 or yeah. you know was it like your nine five or whatever? Yeah. Well, I'm sure you guys probably chose like the better the better ones to send in, right? So yep. exactly. speaking um, of grading, do you guys plan to stick with Koba or like you we're know gonna when be, we first get going? We're gonna be with everyone. Uh what we wanted to do is just do a first run, give Koba because you know we've been talking to him. We know him from the collecting community. He does great great work. We said, hey, let's uh let's partner with him on this first one. Let's do that and give people, you know, slabs in hand. Uh hey, he's the first one to have the you know, Alpha Clash graded, uh, yeah. but we'll, we will ex- ex- uh, expand to BGS, CGC, PSA, uh, AGS, you know, anything that we can. Just if people have preferences, we want to make sure that they can get their cards graded with whoever, you know, they want to. Right on. Right. Nice. Um, so, uh, and these are all gone. The You've got the early bird, which was the cheapest, I guess the cheapest one, at $25. Yeah. You had the uh, 1499 that one had 
you know, quite a bit of stuff that, in it. That always blows my mind that um, when we talked to uh, Tanner from Cryptic, he said, so he had one that was like $10,000, another one that was like 6000 and another one was like 3000 And he said, you know, obviously he doesn't have that many spots for those, but they sold out within like the first hour. And I'm like, that blows my mind that there's people who just right. immediately are like invested, like I have the money. I'm like, wow, yeah. all right. Man, that's crazy. that top tier sold out within the first 20 seconds. That's just crazy. Yeah, and then the, the other 10 Maybe. for the, the tier four, the progenitor, that sold out, I mean, had to have been within the first 10 minutes. I mean, it was crazy. I so just couldn't this believe one, it. This one, the four thousand uh, or the I mean, I'll, I, I guess five thousand dollar one. Uh, that one basically uh, is just one backer, right? So you only had one slot for that. One That's slot. pretty exclusive. So what comes in that? You get a one of one magnet card, only one copy. Period. You know, definitely the most rare card we'll probably ever make is in that. Then you also get everything that comes in um, the third tier, so the champion tier. So you get you know the the hard and soft cover, the creation of Alpha Clash. You actually don't get the the graded slab. You get the the one of one card instead. Mm-hmm. You get a fully painted ten inch magnate statue that is a you know a one of one because we have it, we have it serialized on the bottom, and so it says uh, Kickstarter Collector Vault zero zero of zero zero. So um, that one serialized. You also get a one of three creator. The very first comic that we made of Alpha Clash, like we'll call it the Rough Draft. Um, it's in a metal cover. It's a gold metal cover, and only the first three original creators have them. Well, I'm, I'm relinqu- relinquishing my copy in this, and wow, so wow. handing that to you know the person that's buying this tier also. So uh, a lot of we tried to build a lot of value into this tier, not just be like, oh, you know, we'll slap a number on it and hope someone does it. Like we wanted to make sure that yeah. you know, they're buying that like it actually had its value and you get to help us create a card you get to help us with the tcg create a card you get to become a cameo in the story um, oh, wow. you know you know there's some cool things that we threw in there with it do, do you happen to know who was the backer for that one i know who it was they reached out to me <laughs> uh, cool. i was gonna say i know tanner <laughs> said the same thing um with his like the top ones that um, from Discord or something, they were people who were just like really, really into it and whatnot, and so they were like, "Yeah, I'm definitely gonna get that one." And so I kind of figured you probably would know. I mean, if they're that willing to be invested, they probably told you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I didn't know who they were, um, you know, like when they purchased, but then they reached out on the back end, like, "Hey, FYI, I, you know, it's me." I was like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> awesome!" You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's true. Cool. I'm yeah, sure we'll I, find I, out I guess I, they, you know, when they post about their card that they have. Oh yeah, 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 no doubt. Yeah. I was gonna say, I mean, if I was that person, I'd probably reach out to and be like, you know, let you know I got, I got it. Oh <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, at that point, I mean, I'm spending five thousand, you know, five thousand dollars almost. I'm like, yeah, I'll let them know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and what's but, crazy uh, is we had um, multiple people tell me that they were interested in that, and I was like, hey, it launches at this time. Yeah, it's first come, first serve, you know, whatever. And I know that there was, you know, a few people that reached out like, oh, you know, I didn't get it or whatever. And so it, it, it honestly, I guess I just forget how many people there are out there that like really have money that they is so expendable. <laughs> like yeah. I just every time I see stuff like that, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yep. There's there's people like that. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. yeah. You got those crypto people. They they definitely took advantage of that. <laughs> 
That's so true. you do you have uh you said sample three is up on your Patreon right now? Yep, sample series three is on Patreon right now. Um, only the people that have signed up is for Patreon have seen all five. They've only seen all five. Uh, right now, we've only posted oh, the first show. two to social media. And so anyone that's on it has seen the five that they're going to get this month. Uh, so I guess if you're listening to this and you're curious and you want to know, you want to be in on the exclusive group, you got to hop in on the Patreon. because. So real quick, can you explain the different levels for your Patreon then? Yep. Like just kind of, I guess, a brief breakdown. You don't have to say every single thing. Yeah. But. So the first tier, you know, it's, I believe it's $12. It covers shipping. Uh, you get two cards and then you get some stickers with it. The next tier up is $25. Uh, I believe you get five cards at that tier, um, four or five cards. And then it jumps to 60 and then you get five, six cards. Uh, uh, it's been a while since I've actually looked at what we offer. But I know the top tier, which is our alpha tier, you get, you get 10 cards. Um, at that tier, you also get... Uh, this month and the past couple months, you get an exclusive T-shirt that gets printed with it as well. And so we try to incentivize anyone that that backs at that top tier, um, you know, having value of, okay, yes, you're getting the cards. Uh, you're getting two full, not, not play sets, but you're getting, you know, two copies of each card at that. And then you also get more value in it. Yeah. And, so, and the shirts look shirt. awesome. So for anyone who's into the shirts... Go check it out on their kick on your Kickstarter. That's one of the addable things too, right? The add-on is a T-shirt. Yep. Yeah. So the collector's vault actually has two T-shirts in it. I didn't say that earlier, but then you have an add-on for another T-shirt option as well. Right. So uh, really quick, to, just a quick correction. Uh, so the the tier the tier one is one promo card. One card. Tier, okay. One card. Yeah. The tier two is two cards. Tier two three cards, is okay. six cards. That's right. And then you've got the other tiers, which uh, I guess tier four is also six cards. Yeah, tier basically f- just an international option. Right. Tier five is uh, ten promo cards. Yep. And then tier six is also ten promo cards as well, which the is also the international option for that. Yep. So, yeah. So check it out. If you uh, want any super exclusive promo cards, Patreon is the way to go there. And, and they look awesome. The, like I said, we got the some of the sample series one cards. That's the cracked dice one, and it's it's phenomenal. Um, very excited to see what these will look like as well. Might have to yeah, I dig mine. Yeah, we're definitely going to be um, pumping up. You know, post Kickstarter. You know, really focusing on the Patreon community. You know, making sure that they're taken care of, um, and you know, having just more content that's available because. You know, we're going to be doing a lot of illustrations every month, so we're going to have more available to show off. Um, For sure. We've, we've, had, we've had several illustrations, just holding them close to our chest, not really showing anyone. But now that we are, you know, going to be having just tons and tons more content coming, it's like, all right, now it's time to open up the floodgates. Right, right. Well, we're always here if you need a platform to show anything off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure. Um, so, I, I mean, I see that you've got, obviously you got quite a bit of the different tiers here. And so like, for example, you've got five different cards in the, you know, that you can collect from here. So I guess if you get like six promos, you get a duplicate of one basically. Yep. And kind of the same goes with this for the 10, you get a basically duplicate of each one. I would yes, assume. that's right. Okay. That's right. 
just making sure in case anybody wants to jump in on that, you know, $100 a month one. Um, you know, you also get a t-shirt and, and some premium stickers. That's pretty cool. Um, so there's, there's definitely some benefits to it. And, uh, you know, there's, you've got 75 Patreons already, which is pretty good. I mean, I'm sure that's helping a lot with the creation of everything that's that you guys are doing. And I wanted to go back really quick to the Kickstarter because I had noticed that um, what we were looking at, the Kickstarter, you had actually set it up for a goal of $9,999. Is that, when you picked that number, was that because that's how much it was going to cost, for example, to create the novel itself? Or did you kind of just expect it to, go over that number anyways i wish it was only nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars that's what i'll say to that <laughs> yeah I, that's what i figured that's uh, what i figured no uh the the 99.99 was just really a okay what's the most pessimistic number that we can think of and it's probably mm. that but we also wanted a number that we knew that we could break within the first 24 hours um especially because of like kickstarter algorithms and things like that like you know, there's more organic growth within the system. Like if you can show yourself that you're fully funded in a short amount mm. of time. So yeah. you also, you know, wanted to, we also wanted to do that on the platform. Um, did I think it was going to do this good? I'm not sure. It's been, it's actually been just awesome to see the support from the community. Of course, we'd like to see more, but everything that will, um, can you guys still hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. For some reason, my audio just cut out. Um, but, Everything in this Kickstarter campaign, like whatever we make, it's literally getting pumped right back into just getting the second graphic novel done, more illustrations done for the TCG. Like, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's all getting plugged back in. So obviously anything helps, but it's just been fun to see where this nice. is going. And it's good to know that uh, we are funded for getting everything right. done that we wanted to get done on this on this exactly. campaign can you scroll down to where the unlocks are sure i don't i don't know if there's um, a way to just jump to it but i was going to show uh get you to show those because um oh yeah like like every further. like every kickstarter there's usually the um you know once we hit these certain goals the the unlocks that you get and yep. uh the cards look phenomenal i'm really excited for those so i would like to also push again to our audience please back this because the more you back the more we get so just keep that in mind, you know, we, we can yes. get there, get some cool stuff. So after these uh, tiered images will then be the add-ons. And then after the add-ons, it'll be the unlock. And yeah, you're right. The more people that support, we throw in more and more bonus items. The first one at the $10,000 mark, you know, we made a monochrome, you know, parallel version of a character named Kilimanjaro. And that card in the game is super fun to play, but also the monochrome version, it was just like a fun idea that we had of like, oh, wow, like, what, is this, in. what would that look like? Um, and so everyone that backs gets that card, and we will only be, uh, yeah, you can keep going. You can only <laughs> get, you know, some of these cards. Right there. Yeah, so right much there. content. There we go. There, yes. there we go. So uh, yes, this card. So the 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 illustration itself is monochrome. The card layout is all normal colors for the card. Right. So 
uh, yeah, everyone that backs gets that for free. Everyone that backs now also gets uh, a drawstring bag with the Alpha Clash logo on it. So we thought, hey, this is a really cool convention uh, item. You know, you can yeah. take it to, you know, Collecticon or whatever convention you like to go to. You can put your comics, you can put your cards, you can put all your stuff on there or in there and, uh, you know, don't have to worry about that. And then the next tier is going to be that 90,000. Now we are actually going to have a monochrome parallel of the legendary card. Now we haven't shown off the text yet, you know, so no one knows what the, the playability looks like. But as soon as we hit the 90K, we will show you what that new card is is and what it looks like and that is going to be one of the best cards of set one um bar none and we also did you know monochrome for that in the 120k version uh it's not fully known what it is but you can probably <laughs> guess by the, by the silhouette if you will uh, it looks a lot movie. like a lion. It's a puppy. <laughs> yeah exactly everyone gets yeah. free puppies i can't i can't <laughs> tell what that is <laughs> so yeah we and we also kept the unlocks um more basic also you know we yeah. just kind of like you know that uh not too many you know not getting super over the top with tcg content or anything like that again this this campaign was really for you know a purpose of getting the story out there getting collectors in on the ground floor and not you know putting so much effort into the tcg content because all that stuff's coming later in the year Right, and then Zen, I don't know if you want to look through the uh, through the add-ons just so people can see those, just because you can scroll up. It's up to you, but yeah, you just so got scrolling all over the place. Thanks, bro. <laughs> hey, man. So that's what I do. Right, yes. Here we go. So these are the add-ons here. Yep. You got the so, five dollar uh, Haven card, which is yep. uh, So everyone that purchases a tier, any tier, they automatically get this card. And okay. we left this uncapped. So if you want 20 copies of this, you, you can order 20, whatever you want. Oh, wow. um, yep. So we said anyone that wants to buy this, there is no cap to that. So you know they can buy away on that one. And this was actually the very first illustration we ever did for the TCG. The very first one. Hmm. And so, uh, or I should say it was the first one that got done. Nice. And uh, we saved that as a Kickstarter promo, knowing that that was coming. And so, yeah, that's available. The uh, T-shirt, T-shirts available also, uh, small through triple X. And then, um, yeah, we have more graphic novels if people want to do add-ons of the hardcover and the softcover. And then we have the play sets of the Magnate. It's going to be what's called a Clash Buff in the game and then the moxie card on there those will be full play sets now there is a 10 percent chance that you randomly get a monochrome version that is oh, wow. foil of that card so we are literally going to make those completely random so anyone that buys it you have a 10 percent chance of getting uh one of those monochrome ones so there's only 50 of those made per uh card so nice. there's yeah 125 play sets of four and then we're doing 10% of those as foil monochrome versions. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, hardcover version of the graphic novel, if anyone just wants to get another one. And then after that, you can get the statue. It will be unpainted. Uh, we might explore getting painted versions. It'll, have, it'll be more expensive than that. But we'll also do you know, the assembled version as well. 
and the fully assembled version if you want to see that it's on the fifth tier and we have like kind of a rough render painting of that uh of what the statue looks like when it's assembled but yeah then we've got retailer bundles uh we've just been going around to comic stores getting these uh you know comic stores and distributors interested in these bundles and getting these on shelves of the comic yeah that'll be stores. cool nice <clears throat> And, uh, yeah, so that's what we got going on. Uh, I'll see if I can if find you go, Yeah, uh, you go up to that. Yeah, right there. So that is the – this this exact version is in the top tier, the AXO. And, you know, it's the, it's the custom painted and serialized version, but, you know. It's already claimed. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that one's claimed. Right. But if anyone does want this an statue. actual assembled statue, we will have that, that available as well. Oh, now eventually, really talking eventually, about joining that top tier, he was, he was really about it. I, look, I <laughs> wish I had that kind of money to throw around. Eventually, are you going to have all your shelves in the background there filled with various Alpha Clash, you know, absolutely so and pieces and stuff? We, my wife and I, we we were working on the office today. We were getting it all, we're getting stuff out of boxes because we moved cross country just a couple of months ago, and so oh, we're still fun. settling into the house and. Uh, you know, this will be all Alpha Clash, everything, and the walls will be, you know, Alpha Clash. It's awesome. Very nice. I just recently moved, so I know how that can be a struggle. <laughs> yeah. Yes, ex- exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're still uh, we're still settling, we'll say. And and you have a uh, on your Instagram, you still have a giveaway going on, don't you? Yes, we do. There is. An awesome giveaway. When we hit 2,000 followers, we are giving away a sealed case of Dragon Ball Super Realm of the Gods uh, booster case. So if anyone doesn't know what that is, that is a set that is has one of the best chase cards in the game to date. And we're giving that away because our community is so awesome. So what you can do is you can find that on the feed and you know it just has the rules to enter you know like i think comment tag your friends whatever it is and then whoever does that you have a one currently like a one in probably 500 chance at this point <laughs> which hey that's not really bad odds, odds to be honest not terrible odds right now so especially for uh, an item like that i think the current value is somewhere between 1500 and 2000 wow. uh, and you guys are really case. You're close to it already to hitting that 2,000 followers. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 growing. Uh, nice. it's, it's getting closer and closer every day. So don't miss out on that. Right. <laughs> That's one of the things I've really been enjoying. Is so these videos you made here, right? Are they in that same office that you're in right now? Yes. Um, I was going to say I thought it was, and I the, so I noticed. I guess you must have like the setup growing a little bit to get it's ready growing. for display. Yeah. That's right. Um, but I've been loving the updates and stuff every so often, and that was actually really fun. It was the first time I've ever been like ready for a Kickstarter launch and stuff, because um, you went live on Instagram um, like what a half hour before or an hour before or something. Yep. Um, so I remember throughout that whole thing, we were telling everyone, which I guess they can't do it now, but the the VIP pass, you know, to get on that right ahead of time. So there was a bunch right. of people clicking in, and they're like, "Oh man, I better go get on that real quick," and so. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I look forward to you know more updates and stuff throughout too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have fun with it too, so it's it's good to know that people are enjoying that. 
we're actually going to do, so it's, it'll be tomorrow night, so I guess anyone that is listening to this when it releases, it'll be the night before, but Sunday <laughs> night, uh, we are going to have a live Q&A, myself and the writer, Ooh. Uh, a co-creator of Alpha Clash. So I'll come prepared uh, with questions so that, you know, there's not too much, uh, you know, uh, downtime, but I also want the community to ask a lot of questions because the writer... He has been in from, you know, I started in January of 2021. He was February of 2021. So he's been in it from virtually those the beginning. And nice. uh, he's going to have a lot of cool things to talk about, too. Sounds awesome. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. We'll definitely have to and make he, sure I tune in. Yeah. And he's, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a hoot. People are going to love it. He's, he's very likable. And uh, he's the comic book guy, too. So anyone that likes wants to talk comics or Marvel or anything like that, that is your go-to guy for anything like that. And then anything Alpha Clash, I mean, he is literally like bringing it to life. He has taken the story of Alpha Clash to new heights that, you know, we intended it to be, or I intended it to be a certain way. And he's taken it and he's like, hey, all right, let me work on it. And he shows me, I go, man, that is so much better than what I thought of. You right. Know, so, <laughs> yeah. It's nice when yeah. it can grow that way. Something that's an idea that you're like, oh, it's this big. Now it's whoa. So, absolutely. We, yeah, it's been it's been a team effort in that way. Like, you know, although my idea was the original idea, it has truly been a team effort to bring it to a life where, you know, we we said, hey, you know, this is like this is good, but that's been done before. That's tacky or that's whatever let's think about doing this. And so we kind of brainstorm as a team. And, uh, but I would say the writer, his name is Al. He has really taken it and run with this. Very cool. Be cool to hear his, uh, his take on the creative process there. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what? I'll probably find things out through conversation that, uh, <laughs> that I haven't talked about that other people will be finding out in real time. So, right. you know, he, he's an open book. He'll, he'll, he'll tell you guys, uh, you know, anything that he can, I guess, about Alpha Clash and the creation process and what it's like to work with me. And, you know. <laughs> nice. Hopefully it's all good oh, things man. to say. Right, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, time will tell. <laughs> um, so I have a quick question for you because I know that we, um, we have quite a few people that watch our podcast and they are also sellers and stuff like that. And, um where where are you guys at with you know like having sellers that are going to sell your products so i know that you guys on the kickstarter had like for you know to be able to distribute some of the, the comics and stuff like that but um are you guys making any any deals or anything with specific sellers or are you guys looking at distribution from like a distributor standpoint or just going straight to the sellers what's what what is the plan? Or using for a website of your own, or right, right. Um, well, what I can say for this campaign is, uh, we are looking at getting into distribution for the comic book side of things. We want that on shelves. We want that nationwide. We want that places. <clears throat> we are also going to have a store that people will be able to purchase, you know, the comics, you know, straight from us if that's what they want. And then for the TCG and that side of things. We are actually just like July is our month where we kind of flip the script and go, okay, let's quickly start looking at nailing down distribution, manufacturing, and button all those things up so that when we get to the end of our campaign at the end of December or whatever it is, like we're ready to go. 
you know, in right. every single possible way. Right. So we're, we're working on those things, uh, like literally next week. And so we'll have more information on that. But my, my personal goal is local game store support, uh, for the card game. You know, I want that in people's hands. I want tournament support. I want players to love it and want to play it and, you know, have cool tournament promos and, and things like that. And then also just have, uh, you know, the stuff available for the people that don't have that physical brick and mortar store, because sometimes that can be a limiting factor too, but they also are distributors in their own way and, and trying to find like a, a happy medium for, for all that. So it, I, my goal, get it into as many people's hands as possible. And hopefully we can please everyone with, with the approach that we do end up taking. And time will tell. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah of, course. of course. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it's a moving target to some degree. So, Right. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, uh, it's, it's cool that you, you're already planning ahead and you're going to be working on that already. So that's, that's awesome. So we can, we can kind of fully expect like the TCG to be ready to go by the end of the year, sort of, right. That's kind of like, it will be, that's the game plan. That's, that's where you want to be. It will be 100% ready to go by the time the Kickstarter campaign ends. Uh, Kickstarter takes about two weeks to get you the money from the campaign when that ends, my goal is that day I'm hitting click order on everything uh, because we'll have everything already lined up, all of our files prepped, ready at the manufacturer. We'll have all of our, you know, uh, uh, the people that we'll be purchasing yeah. from, you know, we'll have all that lined up, you know, and it'll be a process of click, 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 you know, and, and get the process going of ordering everything. So my goal, get it to you guys as fast as possible. That's why. We're using the entire year to do all illustrations so that when the set does drop, it's not it's not going to be like, hey, you know what? We need another four months to finish the artwork, and mm -hmm. then it's going to be another right. three months of manufacturing, and then you can probably expect like a two- to three-month gap for, for it to get shipped to you from wherever we choose to go from. Like, I want to try to control as much as I can control, and if I can right. get all that work done up front, then it's like, okay, guys, now we're at the mercy of the process. Right, uh, right. Instead of saying, uh, yeah, we just need to finish all these things first and, you know, whatever. Yeah. So we're busting our butt on the front end so that people will be very excited getting it in hand because as soon as we finish that first set, I mean, we're going to be start, we're going to be starting on set number two, graphic novel number three, book number one is going to drop shortly after that. You know, TCG set number three will, will launch later, hopefully that year if, if we can squeeze it in. You know, like we're going to just keep the ball rolling in every yeah. way so can we expect a like an indie film or something to come out around like 2024 uh starring you as one of the lead characters uh heck yeah i don't know if i'll be the lead <laughs> you know maybe i'll maybe i'll do the more stan lee cameo role but right. absolutely i mean that's yeah. when when we talked about the aspirations of alpha clash it was hey the tcg is the flagship and honestly like the book series it's going to be awesome um we talked about that too, but we said, you know, what are our BHAGs, big, hairy, audacious goals? What are they? <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's TV show or movie and video game. And so yeah. over the next five to 10 years, like that, that's what we're going for. It's doing all those things. It's graphic novel series. It's book series. It's TCG. It's tabletop game. It's role-playing game. It's uh, video game. It's TV series. It's, it's all mm. that. And that's only one title under rising empire studios we actually already have other things planned but we don't have time yet we need alpha Ooh. clash to take off and right. so you know um 
you know, that's why we also chose a studio name because we do have a lot yeah. of content in the pipeline that we, we actually just put on pause and say, hey, we've got this. It's really cool, but it's probably going to be two years before we even start that project. Right. And so we're going to use, you know, that's why we put that, that roadmap out there of, hey, guys, we're going to release in this fashion of, you know, graphic novel one, graphic novel two and TCG, book number one, uh, graphic novel number three, TCG number two, and use those three and then, Hopefully we kind of catch fire and turn heads in Hollywood or, or whoever. And they're <laughs> like, hey, you know what? That's a really cool story because right. it is a cool story. Um, and the reason why it's a cool story is because the writer is doing such a good job. And um, the artwork speaks for itself with, with that stuff. Um, and we'll see where it goes. But yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't at know the if very I'll be starring. I was, I was going <laughs> to say, at the very least, even if it's not like live action or anything like that, I mean, you've already got you know, the artists and you have the story itself, but you can definitely go in the direction of an animated series. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, you I would put love together, that. That's, you know, that's what I picture alpha clash. I, I picture it kind of like how invincible did it. Uh, <laughs> yes. doing, doing that kind of route and, which, uh, not which, being, which not was being really as, good. It was, it was, it was very, um, it was gory. It was a little graphic alpha clash. Is not quite like that, but I would love to see it go that direction you know, an animated type series or even kind of like the league of legends animation style where it was, uh, Oh, what was that, uh, called on Netflix? I don't know why I can't think of the name of the, it was really good. Uh, it was, uh, it was kind of like a 3d, it was like a 3d type of animation, but it was, it was very different than everything else that I've seen. Yep. Um, It wasn't like, it it wasn't a hundred percent. It was like, 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 what is it called? That, um, cell shading, like, 3D cell shading or something like that. Right. Yeah. That's what it looked like. Kind of like Borderlands yeah. meets League of Legends meets, yes. you know, kind of a, a TV show type thing. Uh, that'd be super fun. You know, those are certainly the aspirations. We've got a lot of hills to climb and, uh, you know, people to impress first. Right. But, you know, over time, you know, it starts here. It starts with sample series number one. Nice. I know you you did a um, an Instagram live where you had mentioned... Um, that you looked into basically just, you know, kind of like a ballpark area of what it would take to create a, um, a video game. And what did you say? I think it was like an indie game cost around like up to $20 million. Wow. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was the game that we wanted to do. I had talked to a few different industry experts that through just colleagues and connections, you know, like one person works at like Amazon gaming and, you know, whatever, and just Ooh. talk to them. It's like, yeah, okay, so you're you're in the indie gaming realm, you know, you're probably at twenty million in my head I'm like, oh, that's indie? That's indie? What are you talking yeah. about, indie? Um, where, you know, you come to find out like Call of Duty will do a hundred million on game development. Yeah, and I, I so mean you're like, Phew. Yeah. If you're Call of Duty, man, they've yeah. got so much money to throw around for exactly. what are they like twenty years deep, you know, they just you know, and if the game flops, they don't care. You know, they just come out with another one next year. Yeah. yeah, they'll yeah. they'll be able to you know recoup that. <laughs> Have you considered um, kind of like, and we talked about the the tabletop simulator, but have you considered something like Hearthstone, for example, right? Where it's like, right, it's a card game, and I'm sure it's much cheaper to make than an actual like you know the first person shooter type of game or something like that, right? right? Yeah, we've talked about that. Um, it's certainly on our radar of, of interest. You know, I know that some people, like, I think Cryptic did, like, an online-type gameplay, and it's supposed to be pretty good from what I've heard from others. And so that would be pretty fun to do. You know, Magic the Gathering has a really fluid, you know, system 
like that. The Dragon Ball Super tutorials are pretty clunky, yeah. but it's at least a good way to like learn the game. But uh, yeah, I mean that would be that'd be super fun. Yeah, I see that 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 would be like an easier way to get into the games themselves than than yeah. going full full on like first person shooter type of thing. But like, I guess once you got your foot in the door in the video game realm, then you know if you were to to build something like that then you'd be able to spin off into, like, a first person, probably. And, you know, I mean, that would be f- further down the line. But, right. I mean, it's really... I, I think it's really cool that you've got, like, you know, the, the aspirations to get to all those different things because that's going to be really good for the continuity of the TCG itself. You know, it's... For sure. It would keep it would keep the TCG alive. It's one of those things that Pokemon did such a great job with. And that's why yeah. they're still around is the fact that they've got the anime, they've got you know, the video games and like, you know, the video games are basically would have pretty much kept Pokemon kind of going because even when I stopped collecting the TCG, I continued buying the video games, you know, I never, I never completely lost touch with Pokemon. Um, but because of the video games, if it wasn't for that, I probably would have, you know, because I stopped watching the anime and I stopped collecting the cards. Um, but the, the the actual games is what brought me back into it, you know, and you know, in the XY, you know, when XY came out, I started watching the anime again, and then I got back into the cards. You know, it was like right. it just sucked me right back in. You know what I mean? So yeah, no, I mean we our goal is to offer the content through whatever type of platform someone <clears throat> wants to consume the yeah. story through. So if you like to consume a story through a game or through a written book or through a graphic novel or through physically playing it in a, in a, in a video game or whatever it is, like our hope and aspiration is to provide it through different channels for you to actually consume that type of entertainment that you're looking for. Yeah. I love it. Now, That's if you get awesome. to the video game state, I would definitely love to be a part of like the beta testing. That would be awesome. Be, <laughs> oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. Well, you know... I, if He's we get there, game. make sure you make sure you guys stay in touch. I'll be like, hey, yeah, let's, let's line it up on the beta process. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, that, that alpha process. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, honestly, that's yeah. that's one of the things we would like to do is have recurring guests too. Because like you know, most of the people we're trying to bring on end up being um, you know these TCG creators, and I think it would be cool. We've talked about it. We're, we're bad at keeping up, mainly because we you know typically it's like oh we're caught on the next thing and it's that ADHD, but we would like to have follow-up episodes where it's like, hey, okay, you know, like for you, for example, you're coming off the TCG next. Like, let's hype up the, the, the fact that actual TCG is coming out. Then the next, you know, graphic novel and so on and so forth. So if if we can get there to that step of the video game, man, it would be awesome to have, like, hey, guess what we actually finally got to X amount of time later, you know, that'd be awesome. So. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm down. And if, if you want to bring us in, if we get to the, the movie stage and we're like a cameo, like we're sitting there <laughs> doing a podcast, you know? Oh, jeez. Look, look, All right, you Grumpy, to, you're, I, you're, I, asking, I you're asking for a look, lot I'm now, man. Saying, I, I don't even, I don't even okay. want to charge him, you know? I, just I mean, cool spitting image. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, exactly. There you go. <laughs> I could be villainous as well. I could do it. I could do it. I see it. I see I it. it. Actually, it's funny because one, like, one of our uh, – one of the pictures that I have of Sudon that I use in some of the thumbnails is is him looking villainous because he's got a hoodie on and he's kind of he's doing like a like a Jedi 
you know, pose or something like that. And he's, he just looks villainous. I'm like, dude, I love it. <laughs> I am the evil one here. He is the evil one, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm sure we can figure something out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the Danny DeVito role, the one that you stick in the back that wears the clunky little alien suit that gets kicked out of the ship, you know? <laughs> the comedic uh, relief. Is it? Are you talking about Danny DeVito because of the, the height situation, or...? We look very similar. You should oh, see yeah, my dad. Yeah, it's yeah. really bad. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Oh man! But yes. Well, uh, do you guys have anything else for Ridge? Or if Ridge, if you got anything else you want to promote or? or man, the, the Kickstarter up? is is up and running. Patreon's up and running, and we're just going to be pushing forward the rest of the year. You know, it's going to be. Like I, like I keep saying, we're going to open up the floodgates on content. Uh, you know, starting August, it's just going to be a, a whirlwind of stuff, you know, from there forward. So nice. make sure you're uh, following but, on Instagram and everything so you can keep up. Wish you right, the yeah. luck. No, thank you guys so much. It's been really fun just hanging out, talking about everything going on uh, with Alpha Clash. And, you know, we're just uh, we're excited on our end. Hopefully all of your viewers, you guys, I know you guys are excited. But, uh, you know, definitely keep in touch. We can keep this going. Hopefully it's a, yeah, a regular thing. You know, I had fun. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I absolutely love the uh, the interview. It was great. And talking to you, you know, uh, again about this was phenomenal. And uh, I'm really looking forward to, to your TCG for sure. So definitely uh, definitely keeping an eye on it. And uh, I may I may even change my, my, my backer status on there and maybe – bump it up a notch who knows who knows i did that with let me tell you i did it with nostalgics because i was like it doesn't really take much to sway zen to no, spend more you know no, no, <laughs> so things he's suddenly into things so yeah. and what you guys are going to find out when we get to the pickups of the week which ridge is actually going to drop off before we jump into the pickups of the week but you are going to see just how much crap i bought <laughs> yeah <laughs> Sounds like a champion collector ball is within reach then, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just waiting for that first paycheck. I, I actually have this saved in my bookmarks. I might actually jump in on this one, too. I haven't done one of those yet. This, yeah, one, this one's super fun. It, the, the graphic novel alone, I think, is worth it. It's awesome. Uh, I can't wait for people to see the story. I think you guys are going to be like, okay, here we go. It's a new, nice. hopefully, hopefully a Marvel contender, you know, oh, like wow. that. Marvel I killer. hope so. I hope so. Marvel killer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not oh, opposed to that. Oh, yeah, I, sure. I, I guess I'm, we could sign, yeah. I wouldn't be opposed <laughs> to that, you know, have Marvel and DC go down. I mean, they, they're not really doing all that great anyways as it is, so. They're no, kind the of, one you want to get with is Boom Comics. Boom Comics is like the new up-and-coming company that's actually, they did Power Rangers recently, yep. Transformers. Hmm. They got some great artists in there that would they be a do. great company to get with. And um, uh, just, yeah, because Marvel. Yeah, they, they also uh, did uh, Berserker. Berserker with Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. That was a huge Kickstarter campaign. It was nice. fun, too. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. No, Boom's, Boom's killing it. There's no doubt about that. Um, yeah, they don't squash their artists and their creators like uh, other big timers do, you know? So it's be good. Keep your original stuff. We'll see where everything takes off, I guess. 
Nice. Well, Ridge, thank you very much for being on the podcast with us. And we are definitely going to try and get you on here again uh, at some point soon. Because uh, like Grumpy said, we want to make sure that, you know, we are uh, ahead of the, the next Kickstarter as well, you know, for the TCG folks. So we do appreciate you coming on. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Thank you guys so much. Uh, definitely keep in touch and looking forward to seeing you at the conventions, if nothing else. See oh, you yeah, in sure. Absolutely. All, <laughs> All right, right take, you have a good one, man. Take care, guys. All right, so we are uh, glad that we were able to get Ridge from Alpha Clash TCG on. Now, we are going to be doing our... Pickups of the week. Pickups of the week. Envelopes. All right. So who's going first? Are you going? First? I guess I'm going first because I came up on the on the big screen. So here we go. We got uh, quite a few things that we are going to look at. So really quick for those of you guys that wanted to see these awesome awesome promos again, these are the Alpha Clash promos. This is the one from Collecticon. Uh, pretty cool hollow on that. I do like the the cosmo, um, the cosmic yeah, the cosmo hollow, and then. This is the nice cracked ice hollow, which is the sample series with that Patreon stamp on there. Uh, we are very grateful for uh, being able to receive these. Um, you know, so you know they sent us a couple of these for the podcast, so that was pretty awesome. Uh, again, thank you very much, Alpha Clash TCG, for all that. Now uh, I am going to show off some of the cool things that Mister Grumpy actually grabbed at the Collecticon. And I think he's probably got some of these as well, but uh, we have the Detractor from D-Spirits. That That's is the, Detector. Uh, or D Detector, apologies. <laughs> Detracting from that, aren't you? I didn't know. I didn't. I never said I knew how to read. Uh, we, we have uh, Asseline. <laughs> or Asseline. As Asseline? Waifu of the Maelstroms. The torment, the tormentor, waifu, pretty awesome. <laughs> Again, reading, not a strong suit. We got Helios. Uh, this is uh, Maelstrom. I actually bought this one. I, say, I don't think I sent you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought this one. <laughs> I bought this one on eBay. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm getting them confused. Well, I was like, you got that one? I thought it was, he was keeping that one. He, yeah, then he sends it to you? No, That's no, the no, one no. Uh, that I bought too. And then uh, I also got this Titan Gladiator. I got this one on eBay. Uh, this is also Tighten from Collecticon. Tighten up, y'all. Uh, then we have the, the Lucky Frog. Nostalgics. What game is that one? Huh? That's for Nostalgics. Nostalgics. Thank you, sir. And then uh, Grumpy also got a Marnie. Don't remember where that's from. It's a uh, custom-made Marnie. Um, custom I'd have. Marnie. I don't have the. I don't have the ladies. Um, uh, it's an Etsy shop that she runs, and so she mm. makes custom cards. Um, I think Artemis is the one who told me they're actually called Deviant cards well, or Deviant okay. artwork. You're the editor, you could put it right over your so, face. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. And then uh, Grumpy also got me a uh, Dark Magician Girl. Wow. It's a little... Uh, Did you get that from the adult little, section? A little more risque. Same lady. 
Uh, so also that's a custom dark magician girl. I'm glad uh, she didn't do that with art with with Marnie because that's yeah. <laughs> uh, then I went and bought some more cards from the eBay, um, and they sent me a little gift. But we're gonna look at the cards. So I had to go get me a Alakazam Zen Force. Oh, just because of the name. <laughs> just because of the name Zen Force. And I have been trying to collect the set uh, CP2 from Japan. So I did get me uh, a very beautiful Reshram. Is that without the Charizard? Because that'd be so much better of a card. Yeah, yeah. there's no Charizard on there. It's a nice. different different set. Doesn't it look season. so much better without a Charizard ruining it? <laughs> Not really, but... Then I got a Black Kyrum. I love the hollow on these cards. So nice, and they sent me some uh, some stickers. So I got a little little oh, stickers nice. as well. Yeah, they stick it to you. About all that. Um, I don't know if I sh- did. I show these in the last. No, I did not. All right. So from Pokemon Store USA, a good friend, Steel Sand Gaming. Uh, I bought some. Uh, he was able to grab me some uh, some cards from Japan. Oh, nice! And so we got some full arts. Uh, we got some rainbows. Are they full art of it? They are full art of it. Sure. We got some Pikachu's. No, close your eyes. Uh, we got Rainbow Mars. I thought you okay. You did say Rainbow Mars. I'm all like, what are the candy bars? Then I forgot there's a character named Mars. Jesus. Mm. All right. Uh, and then I got mm. full art Mars. And then I, I got like the full the, art better. I agree. I do like full arts more. Uh, I also got the sisters. Oh, nice. Full art. And, and I what got set the are sisters. these from? Is In that from the Rainbow last uh, Japanese set? This is from yeah. uh, like the space juggler and time uh, gazer, time gazer, and okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So alpha endurance over there, yeah. So I got all those, um, and then I bought a couple of the Professor Junipers. Does it have like? I honestly think that they need to start sending these little sets where they make a professor. It needs to have like an air freshener that smells like that tree that the professor's supposed to be. So it should have a juniper scented air freshener in there, man. I, I'm just I'm just saying protest. I mean that would be that would be interesting. I don't I don't know that I, I would I like it. Smell but... fine. Now I did forget to mention this, but I did get this Alpha Clash. Lower that a little bit, Zen. Oh, so we can hear you better. <laughs> yeah, I mean maybe Alpha not that Clash playmat. <laughs> so i got that at the convention it's pretty it's pretty cool How, out of curiosity how's the quality on that oh it's a it's a nice quality man it like is a compared nice... to pokemon is it like the same better you know um it's a uh i would i would probably say because pokemon like, is basically like a mouse pad you like, know yeah, you're talking about like the official, the official Pokemon ones. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd say it's probably better quality, to be honest with you. Wow. It's it's different material. It's like a different material, but um, 
Yeah, I, I kind of like uh, the nice stitching all around the border. Mm-hmm. There's a nice stitching that the, the Pokemon ones don't have. Right. You know, this is just kind of like a rubber back, and it's just like kind I, of... Like I said, the Pokemon ones remind me basically of, like, a mouse pad. Like, if you right. actually actually set it out and, like, use it a lot, the sides would probably start to peel and stuff. Yeah, I feel like this is, like, the Pokemon one is more of a... It's, like, it's just glued onto the 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 rubber mat itself. Mm-hmm. And this... I mean, it probably is glued onto the rubber mat itself, but it's more of a cloth, like... You know, you've got the, the the stitching all around it, which kind of gives it a nice, like, more authentic feel, I guess you right. could say, right? Like, it's just, it's not, like, mass-produced, you know what I mean? Right. Or it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like it's mass-produced. Um, also, it's a lot bigger, it's a lot longer. Um, so that's pretty cool. And then, I also got, for the first time ever, in the history of me, Uh-oh. I got... Card fight uh, Vanguard booster boxes. Is that Voltron? No, I'm just kidding. So this is uh, Volume One and Volume Three of V Clan Collection. How come we didn't uh, get Volume Two? I think I think that's Voltron right there. I like the Black Lion. There's definitely there's definitely some waifus in here. Yeah, I think that's kind. Of, I think that's really the only reason I got card card like vanguard to be honest with you is because it's got a lot of waifus not gonna lie um but the cards actually, do not exactly um there's 12 12 packs per box but they're actually kind of cheap they're like 30 dollars i think or something 30 35 bucks and uh, what's the box language native huh what's the language is it japanese you said japanese I, be- I believe these are actually in English, if I'm not mistaken. These are actually in English. Yeah. So, yeah, these should all be English cards. And then we got MetaZoo Box. Got another one of those. Are there any babes in that set? Huh? Are there babes no, in that No, man. Set? Relax with the babes. No, man. There's no babes in Wilderness. Babe was only in from like the official sets, the first one, Cryptid Nation. What's the ones card that you need left in that set? Which which set? The ghost that you're showing. We moved on from the Meta Zoo. The Yugi Goose Ghost from the past? Yeah, what are you looking for? Didn't you pull all the Aren't cards? you still looking for Dark Magician Girl? Yep. Need Dark Magician oh, Girl. Wow. Sudon, do you ever attend his lives? It's almost like he doesn't watch my content, kind of like Ren. It's, it's it's like that, yeah. Basically, it's just me supporting. I'm in there alone. I'm like, Zen goes in, goes in, <laughs> pull them cards in. <laughs> I'll do like, Sudan's all. I'm grilling in the backyard. Look at this. I got this meat lot on there on the grill. I'm grilling. <laughs> Call me the grill daddy now. I'm too busy grilling. Grill I can't. I can't. I can't support y'all no more. What's going on right here? <laughs> it's it's funny though because it's almost true. Um, like every day he sends us something that he's yeah. grilling. Yeah, he's out there grilling almost every single one of his lives. What are you trying? This, this man, this man, in for the first, I don't know how long I've known him now, but ever since I've known him, I have never, ever, ever, ever heard him say anything about barbecuing and grilling 
And then he, all of a sudden he moves he moves to a new house and suddenly he's the freaking grill master of the USA. It's, it's crazy. Like, yeah, because I actually have a place to grill now. The new house allows me to grill. The other house, there was no grill. <laughs> Zen, are you done with your pickups? Is it Sudo? I am. Who's next? Sudo, you want to go next? Sure, I'll go next. Oh, he's, a, he's, a, he's sassy now. Go ahead, sure. So my pickups of the week may be full size. Oh, you want to be? Oh, you want to be bigger? Oh, how's that? that? Look at that! You got it for a dollar? No, I don't know where my brother got this, but it's got like advertising. So hey, that came out. <laughs> Desti- you guys know that Destiny Deoxys? Like, look at that! It's being revealed. <laughs> You've never seen this Deoxys form before. All issue 2004. I guess wow. my brother found that and thought I'd want it, so I'll show it to you fellers and y'all peoples out there. But there was a mad call for uh, my amazing rock collection. So sit back, relax. Oh. We're going to go ahead and get into this because I've been rock collecting for a long time. <laughs> so in this box here I have a jar filled with a bunch of little stones <laughs> wait a minute can't you just buy those at the dollar store somebody bought this for me so I put it on the shelf so I'm like cool and then I've got a piece of, of what is that there's a whole bunch of quartz he's, he's got a little dinosaur on it a little dinosaur. Rock. So dinosaur. hold on, you didn't go and find any of these rocks. You're a geologist, a scientist. You didn't find none of them. That's in those sets. I'm not going to show you my whole rock set. Grumpy would drop off dead. And there's a nice little geode in there. Geode. And uh, we have here is a fossil in Matrix. Okay, Matrix means the stuff around it. Grumpy. All right. It was found in the Sahara Desert. In Morocco, and you have here, you got a little jaw. Down here, you got some plant matter. You got some more bone. I'm sorry, I'm just laughing because your cat is literally bathing next to you, sweetheart. Oh, you missed the one, the boy. He decided to spread open his legs and show everybody everything. A little bit of the. It was a. You might notice that in editing later, there, Grumpy. But yeah, that's a this uh cigar box full of uh. Pickups wow. wig. That was your that was your extensive rock collection. No, that's just what I was gonna do, just because it was oh. funny. Um, but I have actual vintage here for you guys. Mm. Vintage, circa nineteen ninety nine, I think nineteen ninety nine, wow. and it's a it's a box of uh, medical grade stuff. Uh, let's see, it's very pertinent because uh, it's seeing a mini resurgence this week. <sighs> Or that this week, this year. Oh, God. Episode 1 action figures. Uh, I found. Back when Star Wars was good. <laughs> so much for that one. Well, that was the Star Trek figure. Oh, uh, we, we, oh, yeah, we don't care about We don't care about that one. We got some droids and stuff. Nice. Will you this open guy? those and make them play fight? 
this guy nobody saw ever again. Oh. I'm sure I have Jar Jar in here somewhere. Zen's favorite. Chaotic Mundy. You know? They all get deaded. So yeah, I went to my parentals and I uh, found that box and I brought it over. I have pretty much the entire episode one set. So they're cardboard, nice. man. They are in cardboard. And I picked it up. Nice. And then Grumpy sent us some figures. And there's a Scotty! Scotty! I certainly didn't send that figure. Just no. Yeah. Some some cool um stuffages and things. So I'll show your ass. Nice. I, I guess I guess it's my turn. Hey, I, I'm wondering why Grumpy didn't send me uh, uh, one of the cryptic uh, promos. Because you already see have it. Off. See this awesome background? You said, oh, I'm getting it from War Turtle, and I was like, all right, well, I guess you already have it then. You want to see my most expensive pop? Absolutely jip me. You already have it. And I was what? planning on what, getting the, one graded. You, the, you, the worst part it, is the reason, human. the reason you have the extra, you would have had the extra, is because of your lack of faith in me to do my job. I was going to send one to get graded, but, I mean, I guess not anymore. Oh, oh, God. I can send it to you in the next time. No, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. All right, that's how we're playing this game. Getting bamboozled out here. I still haven't sent your crap from the Miami TCG convention. Maybe I'll just not send you all the cards that I promised. I did. I I trusted you to get the cards for. So I wasn't like, hey, let me find someone else who's going and make them do your job too. Hey, I only asked. I only asked War Turtle because he was literally right next to uh, Cryptic. I figured he can get me another promo so I can get two promos. But there went that plan. You said. You said. You said, I didn't think you was going to get it. I wasn't sure if I could trust you. That's what you told me. So I said, wow, that hurts. So here we are. Now I know your true intentions, and I'll send it next time. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. make Make me big before he starts making his dinosaurs do weird stuff to his cat again. All right, so another TCG... That you may have heard of. Back Alley Mages. I bought some of their sample packs. Um, is this the, the is this the Elvis one? Now, where'd you get yeah. those packs from? So, they did a sale for sample packs on their Discord. Um, and I was like, oh, cool. Um, in truth, I think they sent me extras because I don't remember ordering six. And they sent me six. So, I might end up sending one to each of you guys. Um, I was going to say, know. thanks for letting us know. Yeah. For a sale. That's why I didn't no. trust you to get me the damn promo. I don't understand, man. You want me to, you know, hold your hand and walk you through life and stuff, man? Look, you gotta... We know about all of them, man. Look, also, I bought some of these Akora ones. I told you about these, so... I don't want to hear Tell me about these. those? Yeah, actually, you were there when we were discussing them. Didn't Red you buy those on eBay, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah, those don't... I'm just saying. I mean, same difference, man. I bought these two. That doesn't help me at all. Also, you forgot to mention, I think, I don't remember to be honest. Oh, Lord. 
Pokemon Go Japanese set. Uh, thanks to our boy, <clears throat> Pokemon Store eh, USA.com. I'm Check really out. sad. The only sticker I had or whatever he sent to that fell into one of the, like, the crevices that down below. I can't get it. Well, that's, that's no surprise there. Um, I finally got my, I think, I don't know if you showed yours in, but the Chimera from... Uh, what? what? Chimera? No. The, chim- the Chimera? Chimera? I don't care, man. Look, all I know is it's cool. Let me make that yeah there we go um and then so he think, didn't know what a chimera was and he was all like i don't know what it is and yeah. we're like it's when you take your daughter and the dog and you use alchemy you put I, them together look i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest with you right now sudon didn't explain anything to me only zen did i was working and then you was all yeah grumpy yeah that's it so do not give yourself any credit in this at all. I guarantee you, I explained well, exactly what it I was. was. Hoping, I was hoping that I'd be get, I'd be getting the Pokemon Go stuff, but I don't think I've gotten it yet because I checked. I haven't received an email from uh, from my UPS store. So. I guess you are the furthest away from... I am the furthest uh, one. I usually get stuff after odd. everybody else. That seems odd, though. I mean, by a day I could understand, but my final pickup of the week was this... I believe it's my final pickup. Yeah, was this uh, MetaZoo promo. Odd enough, right? They didn't show it in this. Is that you called? Call is it called a Dingleberry? No, it's Dingbell. That's it's a Dingleberry. I'm not a big we're, fan of that one. We're gonna yeah. call it Dingleberry on a show. Eh. Dingbell. Yeah, Dingbell. Dingleberry. So Dingbell is one of their big uh, beasties, actually. Um, and I actually didn't realize then when we were uh, when we were doing well. From I think I think mine is from my eBay box. I pulled one, and I I don't want to pull out my binder to look. Uh, one of the cards I pulled is actually the Dingbell, and it's really cool. Um, it doesn't say Dingbell; it says something else. And I can't remember what it was now, um, but I realized it's Dingbell. Um, so for those of you who follow MetaZoo, you know obviously you probably know who Dingbell is. Um, I I also want to say Dingleberry to be honest. Um, because it's just, like when I say ding, that's it either is dingus or dingleberry is what comes True. to my mind. So, True. um, yeah, uh, Ren actually inspired me to get this because he bought one and I was like, okay, I want one now. So, nice. um, we, we also tend to do that to each other, yes. um, end up forcing each other by accident. Um, oh, and I guess I never showed mine off, but the sample series I got are these two from alpha clash. Again, thank you so much, Ridge for sending us these. I'm really, really excited I got this one now, now that we learned a little bit more about it. Um, this one was the one, I believe it was called Rizlak, um, mm-hmm. the dragon one, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, but also, this one was really cool, um, which I think is one of the main people, so... Yeah. Pretty stoked, to be honest. I mean, we've got you know really cool pieces of uh, history there. Um, again, definitely go check them out uh, as far as like the Kickstarter and stuff if you're interested um, for getting the graphic novel slash comic book. Um, you know, Zen's probably going to go boost his up to the more expensive tier. I guess I'm not sure. Maybe. Whoa, 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 whoa! Is that Dingbell right there? That is Dingbell. Interesting. Yeah, it's one of the ones that MetaZoo sent us. I mean, I realized you didn't go buy that. Yeah, it's in the thing I'm sending you. Oh. I can't see what that is. 
I don't. Yeah, I don't know what that is. But you gotta shake it. You gotta shake it. Yeah, you wiggle. gotta. Sh- you gotta wiggle it. I don't wiggle, wiggle. I fold. I jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> it's cold. I pickle, pickle with gold. That's not how. It's like it doesn't keep doing that over and over at all. I totally make it do it that way because I am better than you. I'm leet. I am leet. You saw me the other day when I was leading it up in Halo. This, this literally never happened, but okay. I lead it up every five days. Oh. The sixth day, not so much. Sounds like something you would do in the bathroom. No, no. It's every other hour. Jesus. I gotta figure out when I'm gonna open up these Primal TCG decks. Is that the ones you got from Miami TCG Con? No, I, well, <clears throat> I met them at Miami TCG Con, <clears throat> but I actually bought them off their website. And then. What they, to me? You did? I did tell you. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't recall. I, I did tell. I told all of you guys. I was like, hey, look, Primal TCG, they're in Miami, and they. The, the creator actually hand-delivered these himself. I guess it I'm makes sense because, you know, save some money on uh, shipping. And it was like... All of a sudden we find out Zen is the, <laughs> the creator of Primal TCG. <laughs> it, was, it was actually quite funny. I was like, looking at my ring camera, I'm like, who's this person that's just walking up to my door? And then <clears throat> they dropped off the box. And I was like, you know, I open the door and I grab the box and I'm like, it doesn't have a UPS or USPS label on it or anything like that. It just has, you know, like a regular piece of paper on it. I'm like, it's a trap. That's yeah. That's what I thought. I was like, is this is this safe to open? And then I saw it was like from Primal TZ. I was like, oh, that's that's cool. So they they hand delivered it basically. Um, that was that was interesting. Better than ham radioing it. That's true. <laughs> So, uh, all right. I think that pretty much does it for this episode. Again, thank you very much, Ridge, for coming on. We appreciate it. Hopefully, everybody enjoyed the awesome interview that we had with Ridge and uh, Alpha Class TCG. Again, go check them out if uh, if you're interested. The Um, link tree will be below for everything. We will put that definitely the link tree so that you can uh, click on all the all the different stuff that they've got uh, going on. So we need the link tree. We have a link tree. We have a link tree. We have a link tree? We have a link tree. Oh my god. Did you see my elite background? No. All right, well. <laughs> All right. On that note, see you, everybody. Crunch, 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 Crun